everybody. This is White Man's Burden. My name is Anish Patel. I'm Vandad Kardar. Hello. This is the podcast where we talk all things colonialism, past, present, and future. Because unfortunately, colonialism is still alive and well, my friends. It has many faces. It hides behind many NGOs and government organizations. But it is still all over the place. All it over. is still keeping so many people in poverty, in violence, in desperation, in fear, in hunger, and uh, it needs to stop. So we are here. We need, and you know, let's say all the chains are finally free, and all the people are finally free. We still got a lot more work to do. Just to what? Decolonize the minds, baby. Colonize the motherfucking minds. Which is our slogan A, but our slogan B is, they destroy us, but we will make love to them, brother. No, it's it's they raped our women, but don't worry, we will only make love to theirs. Wow, <laughs> it's like I was telling someone that yesterday. I was like, I was like, these conservatives are like, the Muslims are taking Europe, and I just wanted to do a scene where like some some American hick is like, you know, the Muslims are taking Europe, and then some <laughs> some Middle Eastern guys like, uh, brother, you rape us, but don't worry, we will only make love to your women. <laughs> and then the the, the hick is like, <laughs> I was telling Patrick this at the at comedy bar, and he goes, uh, uh you're not making it better. <laughs> The hick is still like, oh, that's even worse. That's worse. <laughs> You're making them like you, too? <laughs> oh, my God. They have feelings? No, we can't compete with that. Oh, my God. The amount yeah. of shows I've done where I'm like, you know, the Muslims are taking Europe. You love saying and that. You're, I love saying it. That's like your new opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your opener for the white crowds. They, they got to they gotta be like liberal white women. If, yeah. they, if, I go to, if I go to a small town, I feel like they might be like, what the fuck are you saying? They're like, what? They are? <laughs> like, Wait a minute. Get my gun. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yo, let's do some shout-outs. Yeah. First up, ooh, the food in my belly lets me unleash that fire in the belly. Huge shout-out to Gujarati Foods. They are the caterers of White Man's Burn. They supply the food that keeps us going. Delicious. They they do Indian weddings. They'll do, like, 900 people. They'll do, like, they've done, like, 5,000 people. Amazing. They do Indian weddings, and, like, we're Gujarati. So the place called Gujarati Foods, we're Gujarati. We're the only ones who opened a restaurant back when they opened it, and then we were the only ones who could do catering. So other Gujarati catering companies, they'll do, like, 100 people, but they're making it in their basement. Not right. to di- not to just diss other companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't want to diss. And you, you know, guys you know probably started like that. And now you got a factory or whatever, right? We started like that, but my dad's a G, man. My dad from day one is like, let's go get a load, let's go fucking do it. Whereas other Gujarati places, they would all do it out of their basement, and then they'd call the cops on each other. And my parents by then they were too established, and they'd be like, oh, look at these guys. They call the cops on each other. <laughs> they'd call the cops like, oh, this, uh, hello, madam, this one don't have business license, and they'd call. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's like. Your mom's like rolling up doing a drive by. She's like stitches, yeah. snitches get stitches, bitch. <laughs> no, my, my parents were never into that kind of drama. They were like, just yeah. do our own business, whatever. Yeah. Like they were never like competitive. They were just like, we just do our job. We do it good. We're like make good food, whatever. Now, why weren't they competitive? Is that because the Brits beat the <laughs> competitive spirit out of them? No, nah. the Brits. Want I mean, I'm kidding, but it's like kind of true. I think the Brits want you to be competitive amongst yourselves. Yeah, yeah, and but not not really that. in business. They don't want you to have a business. <laughs> competition like acumen there's a fixed system of trade anyways who's there to compete with right right I, competing I with the queen competing <laughs> with the queen i find that they've always sold this capitalist competition thing like even remember that that old documentary saw where they were like the british believed in good fair competition and then they went to play cricket with the australians and they basically bullied them yeah they fucking the they whipped the balls at the at the batter yeah he like s- fucking fucked up the batter's the, head the, the and the australians were it was like 1910 when, it was when, so when bad it was big daddy Daddy's coming because yeah. Australia was a dominion. 
So they weren't like other places that were like completely conquered. They were like the big boys of the British Empire. But it was like, sh- uh, don't forget your place. Don't forget your place. Daddy's. It com- was that. It mommy, really was. Mummy and Daddy are coming over. We'll pl- put on a nice cricket show for everyone. Okay. So oh they go. Oh my god. And it was like we believe in good, healthy competition. Fair play, and but they believed in that in business. And then and the in Brits trade just whatever. smashed the Brits, them with balls in the head. Yeah, well, with with cricket, like okay, someone correct me if I'm wrong here, but I'm pretty sure with cricket, it's like what it's not like baseball where you I go back no and forth. I have no idea how it works. So in baseball, you go back and forth, like one right. team bats, one team bats. I'm pretty sure in cricket, it's like one team does all their batting, and then the other team does all their batting. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. So first, the Brits do their batting, and I guess they didn't go well. Wait, even no. I think even baseball is kind of like that. No, baseball is the hitting. Oh, you all back, you're back, batting back. for your whole game. Yeah, because oh. it, because over there, because in cricket, you don't. It's not three strikes and you're out. Right. It's like you just keep swinging until they hit the wickets behind you, and that could take an hour. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? they, there's like day and night matches. Dude. Looks like, like a fun game, but it looks tough too. No, it's like a boring game like baseball. Is it? Yeah, not to be a dick, but it's like it's kind of like so. It's kind of like uh, it's baseball, dude. You know how? Okay, you know when I was a kid, there was like hockey, basketball, soccer. Uh, and then American football, right? They're all football. still there, yeah. It's all I'm gonna take my ball and fucking like get it in your wife's ass. Score. Basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all like apparently metaphors for the same kind of weird thing. You're just trying to like, fuck. It is weird, like those like, people are trying to fuck our women. Yeah, and, and, and guard the women. Guard, the, I guess. Wicket, I wicket just means pussy. It's like, oh, he hit my wicket. He no, but ba- fu- he fucked your sister. Baseball, I find like, is, is di- baseball and cricket are like one kind of game where it's like the batting thing. But I find every other game is basically no. But like even that, it's a home run, grand slam. Yeah. They're all very sexy. <laughs> it's a very, but, but it's a like double pounder threesome. It's, it's, like, it's like when I was a kid, I, I wanted to play hockey once, right? And, yeah. And I was telling someone, this is why there's no brown people in hockey. It's too expensive. The gear is too expensive. There's no brown people in improv or like bra- improv and the hockey lessons and the, the gear. I mean, hockey gear can be like two k. It's two k, right? And my the parents s- are like, look, you just want to kick a ball. You just want to put your thing in the other guy's thing. Just do that with a, f- a soccer ball. Yeah, I gotta get you two thousand dollars of equipment. Yeah, that's why. That's why black and brown people play soccer. It's like because it's just fifty dollars. Like a ball and, and basketball. It. Basketball. Basketball is easy too. It's like just a like good, cheap. a good brand name ball. It's like maybe fifty bucks, hundred bucks, and then maybe. you're good for like two years. Dude, that's probably like a community ball for. It's like, a community ball. Yeah, you know, there's probably just balls around. The nets are just kind of out there. They're out there. Every now and then, someone like ruins them. But now, like the street basketball is a big thing. Like N- NBA players yeah. go to play street ball. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, always like, been a thing in like New York and LA York and stuff. And LA, yeah. yeah. Toronto's getting it good now. Like yeah. they're they hyped up. Uh, like two three years ago, I was working a catering job, and the one near um, sexy catering, not not Regent Park, but uh, the one like I don't know Queen East. There's like some one of these housing projects, but now they have like a huge We the North like Raptors branded, uh, Amazing. like all decked out, paid for, like sweet ass. Uh, Sports brings in the money. Yeah. Eh? Brings in the money, and then they want to do community stuff. So, you know, they hook it up. And, yeah. and there was this little black kid just, like, there, just, like, all alone. And he, I, I saw him there when I started the shift, and he was there, like, six hours later when I was, like, going on a break. And it was just him just nonstop just, yeah. just fucking practicing. I was like, yo, this kid might, like, they built this fucking rink. And, or not rink. It's uh, helping the community. This is basketball rink. They, but they built this thing. Now this kid's playing. It's like, that kid might be a future Raptor, man. Yeah. Kid might be know. a Raptor. Who yeah. knows? And even if not – if that keeps him away from the drugs and it keeps him busy and keeps his mind focused with, you know, working out and being better at school, like, amazing. So much the better. Yeah, you can get – like, like one good thing about New Year's is that sometimes all this self-help shit, you hear it and you're like, oh, shut up, leave me alone, whatever. But then you get a little caught up in it and you're like, yeah, I'm not going to do drugs. 
Yeah. I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to, like, uh, like doing work makes you happy, too. You're like, I have too much work to do. I have too much work to do. I love doing it, but I want to get this fun. Like, I want to do better, and I don't want to just be, uh, and I puke know. and, and some be hungover. Get, uh, you can see some people getting into that downward spiral of, like, I'm going to get into that, and it's just tearing them apart. And you can see some people, you get into an upward. Yeah. But, man, we can talk. We, we talk. We, that, so that good, Josh. We, I, I just feel like I didn't explain the British thing. Oh. So, so we're talking about that 1910 documentary. Yeah. The, uh, sorry, the documentary about the British Empire where they go to play cricket in Australia. It's like 1910 or something. The Australians are like, oh, mommy and daddy are coming to play cricket with us or whatever. So in over there, unlike baseball, one full team does their batting. Okay. So the Brits did their batting, and I guess they didn't do well. <laughs> they didn't get a lot of points. So then you if can see the other team, they're starting to get close to your points. Yeah. So as the Australians are getting close to their points, these Brits just start whipping the ball. The British are very cunning. <laughs> yeah. The British are He was like, like fully weaking. trying to hit him, and he hit him on the head. They limped him they, off. I don't think they the had helmets Aust- in this era. No, they like, didn't, and, but the number of Australians just players getting to limp off the field. Yeah, they're getting carried off. They're getting carried off That's by like, their teammates. They're taking casualties, <laughs> dude. It's like war. They're like, they're like, oh, daddy, go easy on us, daddy. Please. Yeah. Queen and country. <laughs> Don't make daddy mad. He hits his extra when he's mad. It must oh. be our fault. It's like a it's like a wife getting beaten, and then she's like, "But you don't understand him. He does love me. It's no, just it's that like, I made him mad." It's like the Bintu. It's like the character from India that's like, "Oh, when madam get mad, all the food disappeared." Oh no. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She's just like he doesn't want to piss off Queen Victoria. He's like, "Oh, when Queen Victoria mad, oh my God, everyone die." Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> So other sponsors, anyway. we gotta get through the sponsors. That's we gotta get sponsors. through the sponsors. sponsors. They deserve it. They deserve oh it. Oh my god! Us. So we did go Gujarati foods. Also yeah. this week, especially and ongoing, even more than before, stepping it up to the plate. Flax Films. Michaelflax.com. Oh Incredible. my god, ladies and gentlemen, if you got a project, you got a movie that needs to be made. I don't care if it's a tiny little art house or if it's a massive, massive Hollywood budget. He can do uh, it. He can do it. He gets it done. He's done. He, he's been on Total Recall and a bunch of like huge Hollywood movies, just to name a few. But then he also he just made a movie coming out soon called Cherry Picker. He did a movie that did the festival run uh, last uh, last year called Safe Space. Like these little wow. art house indie Toronto yeah, he's movies, some smart movies, right? Man. He's working with us on our thing. But then he's also uh, he was uh, he was the second in charge for all the 3D camera uh, filming of the Rio Olympics. Wow. years ago in Rio. Works, you know what I mean? He works hard. hard. He's done Bollywood movies. He spent two years in uh, India doing Bollywood movies. He did Bollywood Incredible. three, all in 3D, like high-end 3D, all 3D. One was, a, to shoot 3D one was a horror movie, and it looked terrifying. Like oh, terrifying nice. because it was a horror movie, but terrifying also because it was like... 3D? A, it was also, no, but also because it was like a bunch of Indians in the horror like the <laughs> <laughs> It's like that made it scarier. Like... Whatever decolonization of the mind I need, it was ten times scarier <laughs> that it was like a gross like Mumbai slum. Like, yeah. okay, listen, straight up. No, no, you're adding this. You're adding the scariness of the death for- and the scariness of poverty. Of poverty, into, yeah. Into the same time. I'm not kidding. You're it's ten times scarier. You're Are you like, kidding you're me? Like, party was like, party was like, oh my god, this is what happens when you die. Wait a minute, this is what it could happen when you're alive. <laughs> well, let's <laughs> e- even just like take away the race and stuff for a second. Let's say it's like okay, like you know, scream. Like, yeah. when they always find out who it is or whatever, it's, like, the disgruntled boyfriend or the stepmom or, like, the nerdy kid at school who just – or whatever. It's, like, one of the – it's still a white person. You're, like, oh, this, like – you're, like, oh, this rich middle-income uh, middle to rich white person stabbed all these people. It's, like, 
that's bad. But then it's like you take it off and it's like a crackhead with like a rusty needle. You're going to be 10 times more afraid. It like makes it more yeah. afraid. It's like, it's like, so yeah, it's like, uh, uh, you know, a horror movie with like a, a ghost, but the ghost used to be a millionaire and now he's an evil millionaire's ghost. Or it's like the ghost of a Mumbai slum dog who's had to like this murder people since he was seven. This is why people are afraid of Middle Eastern people. Way scary. I tell you this all the time. Like Middle Eastern people are like cranky right now because they're getting bombed all the time. Yeah. So people who were born and raised in Canada are like, oh, they're aggressive. It's like, man, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah, know. It's hard out there, baby. It's hard. I'm soft too. Like I'm it's Canadian. I'm like yeah. born and raised here. I've, the first time I went to India, I was like, these people are going through shit. Like, they're, <laughs> like they got to just be tough from day one. Oh, yeah. I'm from Canada, baby. My skin's soft. Oh, yeah. They're lovely. <laughs> Dude, I got off the plane there. They were looking at me like, man, we could kidnap this piece of shit. <laughs> we'll kidnap this guy. We'll fucking. Dude, they'll, they do shit where they'll cut off someone's legs and make them beg for money. Oh, my I God. I got this, this one tried to kidnap me when I was like five, too. My sister had to run them down in a Dubai, in a Dubai airport. Wow. To get me back. I would have been a fucking ISIS, dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, it's hard. And then I'd be hard as fuck, dude. I'd be the scariest person in a horror movie then. <laughs> it's yeah, like, imagine, terrifying. it's like, that's my ultimate. Like, here I play a dad. Like, <laughs> like a nice dad on TV. Yeah, on TV, I'm, huh? on TV. I'm like a father of three on TV. If I was born and raised in India, I, or like in the slum, I would be basically playing like a, a terrorist. Yeah. I'd be playing a guy who just scares the shit out of people. And You're directing the Mumbai attacks from a satellite phone from Pakistan? Yeah. You're like, okay, go, go, kill them. Okay, go, attack, attack. Kill the Kufar. Okay, so that's Fico Flags Films. Michaelflags.com. And then we got Kenwood Self Tapes. We're at Kenwood Self Tapes. Right now. Wonderful self tape studio that we also double as our podcast base of operations. Yes. Oh, it's fantastic. The gear is so nice. It's all state of the art. Perfect lighting. Dave, your partner in this whole venture, is yeah, man. exquisite He's with very his established detail. Filmmaker. Oh. Well, you have me. I read with people, and I'm an Emmy nomination applicant. No big deal. Dave, uh, you know, we've made films with uh, – I've made films with Dave that are like, you know, that have gone into the festivals that Flax does and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, the, uh, we, did, we did a Canadian Break the internet. Break the fucking internet? Uh, uh, cancel the fucking internet. Cancel the fucking internet. We did a, vid- we did a short crazy. film last year about a guy who tries to cancel his internet, and the people at Bell That went like, hot, nah. It was It was hilarious. That and it got hot. into so many festivals. Who, what, the people in Bell went nah? What do you mean? They passed? They passed on it? Passed? Oh, no, no. What do you mean? mean? What did you just say? No, no, it just went nuts at all these festivals. Oh, all okay, these festivals okay. are, Dude, festivals? Okay, I don't want to be a dick. Yeah. But people put in comedies, and they're not funny. Yeah, of course not. So, dude, when they get a, when they get a comedy a, that's actually funny. I took a class on comedy. Yeah, when they get a comedy that's funny, and it's not just, like, racist jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, oh, this is funny. And it's not like racist or political or anything. It's I yeah. mean it's it's like political. Like we're making fun of like a, a corporation. Yeah, of course, of course. What but, isn't political? But they loved us, man. They they were like they're like please can you come? Like people were try, like asking us to go to all these festivals. We got into like a Hollywood Film Festival. Everywhere. Amazing. So that's so Kenwood Self Tapes, and that's www.facebook.com/slash Kenwood Self Tapes. The out. prices are affordable. If you're a working actor and you're established and you uh, really want to seal a deal, or if you're trying to break into the industry and break those walls. Either way, you got a reading coming up. You don't want to do it off your phone like a fucking schlub. You go to Kenwood Self Tapes. They'll hook you up. You, you get a sweet picture out our of it ta- that basically doubles as a headshot, really, our, our, officially. Okay, so what I was telling Vander before is that our, our self tapes are so gorgeous that you could take a still frame and make it a headshot. Yeah. It's boom, totally true, man. It's our, Which would cost you another, like, 200 bucks anyways. So <laughs> yeah, but right I mean, there. It's, it, the, the place is gorgeous. Yeah. Our, our, honestly, head, like, self tape studios are kind of shitty. Not to yeah. be a dick. Like, I don't want to yeah. name anyone, but, like... 
Sometimes they just record no, this the audio good. off the camera. This one's good. By the way, it's 420 friendly too, so maybe that calms you down a little bit so you can go through your readings and True. do it better. You don't want to be all tense and you whatever. Tense. They got to see you at your best, at your most comfortable. Yeah, we'll when you actually you. get the part over there in fucking Hollywood or here in Toronto, you can be stoned. Any- as long as you can get it done, they're going to turn a blind eye. All these fucking cokehead actors over the years were all zoomed up. They still are. They're fucking. They're like the guy from Glee. They're passing out in fucking hotel rooms in in uh, yeah, Vancouver on heroin. Drug problem. There's a big Huge drug, drug problem. So, but and, I will and say this, this is weed. I'm just saying. Look, they are. Now. They just happen to be 420 friendly too. We're friendly, but, but also you know, we do this thing called the. That was an unauthorized thing that I told you, but I'm telling you because <laughs> this is the podcast. We don't hold back on white man's burden. Okay. Listen, man, we got to normalize Kenwood's, weed. What Kenwood is this? Self tapes understands that. Everywhere we have to be like, yeah, we're fucking 420 friendly. What is this, man? People need this weed. They're hurt right now, and we're not letting them have it. We're not letting people get medicine right now because oh, of the Oh, and we lock all the fucking black and brown and poor people trying to make some money off it for all these fucking years, especially in the states where some states are 22 years for a fucking joint. What a, a joint. Anyways, we do that, but then now that it's legal, who turns around and starts making the money? The former police? Yeah, but, like, I just said police in general because, like, the Chief is one of them. Bill Blair's one of them. He's, he's Fantino's the, one of them. They're all on the boards of whatever. Board, yeah. But, like, all of them, man. BC Drug Squad, RCMP, this, that. It's, like, such a joke. They're all coming out of the woodwork. They're like, we're literally the people who crushed all these people's lives for trying to do this. Now we're going to make the money off it. It's fucked up. Yeah. So fuck all that. Anyways. That happens a lot in the Western world. It, it's yeah. very much seen as, like, you know, but you know how And they then they're it? like, oh, they the East is corrupt. It's they like, just so are you. are putting like, a bow around it. Coru- uh, these guys have the experience. That's how they justify it. That's how JFK's dad. The experience dad, being wrong about it and, like, dude, on like the JF- wrong side of history. JFK's dad scammed the stock market, and then he became head of, like, stock. Like, you know, he became head of, like, financial whatever, regulator whatever in, in America. <laughs> it's like, like giving. That's how JFK became the president. That's you give KKK guys the 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 task the of, like, yeah. <laughs> the like, now that civil rights is a thing, we need you to implement it. Uh, Cletus Jr., yeah, that's so funny. take off that robe. Uh, you're head of the uh, integration Cletus, you're head for of blacks di- no, now. Dude, head of diversity. That's yeah, so head funny. of diversity. You think the, the KKK guy, like, you're, you're, head of, <laughs> <laughs> you're head of diversity. Oh, my God. That's basically what they're doing, these oh weed guys. Oh, my God. They're like, oh, you get to be in charge of the weed now. Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah, fuck you. What is this, Soviet Union? Uh, this is, like, everything those people say is bad about communism. Yeah, they're just you know doing you know how many vapor lounges? Are it's get literally shut down? like the Pollard. Yeah, there's 80 just in Toronto alone last summer. They could get shut down. No weed lounges. I'm talking about. Oh, the lounges are gonna. Like, I know be one guy who has down. to go in March they're, to go to the government and I'm be sorry. like, "Let me operate a fucking weed room." Please. I hope they're not, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna get shut down, dude. It's <sighs> bad. It's so sad. You know what? Fuck them. That you know what that means? That means you're gonna have to play cat and mouse with the billion of micro lounges we start. The million fucking <sighs> like, like the little uh, illegal rogue. Fucking 10, 20 rooms. Kenwood South Kenwood Tapes at 8 p.m. Yeah, becomes, a, be- becomes <laughs> yeah, a weed exactly. lounge. Not only we're 420 friendly, we're a weed lounge at night. You turn, <laughs> a, certain, you turn a certain light on, and the whole thing goes, <laughs> like a big crank, like yeah. the whole room flips over. It's like, Yo, we're going into there's, prohibition a, there's a bud tender like, on the other side of the wall, like, what can I get ya? But the bartender has to be like a lab scientist where he's like, what? Uh, how do you feel today? And then he just gets the right, oh, well, Bubba Kush can make it. Like yeah. All anxieties go away. <laughs> yeah. Although I, I, I kind of don't like the, uh, the idea of like, okay, so a one way that a lot of these lounges, or not lounges, dispensaries stayed a little bit uh, longer after the big crackdown is there was a few that got cracked down right away, like Mark Emery's 420, uh, I mean, sorry, uh, 
the cannabis culture that was like, we're recreational. You just show us ID and that's it. All the other ones, even though they had no licenses, weren't giving medical weed, weren't actually part of Health Canada, still in their advertising and storefront and their public perception, claim that it was medical. They're like, oh, we're medical. But it was really like you go on Skype in their little office and talk to a dude in Sudbury on his couch who's like, I'm going to recommend. Mark Emery didn't do the medical thing. No, we didn't do that at all. Come on, do it. No, no, no. no. Do, I'm do saying right. it's the opposite. Dude. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, you're saying for you the You shouldn't cause, do the medical. Like, shouldn't. you shouldn't fucking hide behind, like, right. this is medical. That no. was just a criminal selling you weed just like everyone else. So they're all going to get shut down, though. That's my only They're thing. already gone. They're already gone, they're man. Gone. Most of them are gone. No, but no, but no. But these guys are going to get my shut down, My point too. is, don't fucking make this whole, we just want to smoke weed. Yeah. We smoke weed. Yes, there's medical benefits. Yes, there's serious patients who use THC products for medicinal, like, and actually can solve some of their issues big time. But don't make this whole thing about everyone need, is going to be prescribed because, you know, you go in and they're like, oh, I'm going to because you can't sleep. You know, I'm gonna I know, it's I all know. bullshit. Why are we jerking off? It's another way I of going it. into the alley. I, I have to hide in the oh, no, I'm just in the alley smoking. I get oh, what I'm you're just saying. Medical. No, fuck off with the medical. I get what like, you're saying. Vendetta. Like it's it's weak. But on another level, I'm like this culture needs this medicine, though. On a, sure. on, a, on a metaphorical level, sure. But yes. I see what you're saying. This whole bullshit. But there's also like, people who just oh, want to hey. fucking smoke, just like you want to have a hey, beer. Hey, we're Medcana. We're Medcana. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's there's one guy doing like deliveries or whatever. I, I'm not gonna say the name of the thing, but it's basically there's so many like uh, all fake can, medical. like Canna Clinic. Remember Canna They're Clinic? All, was I, I don't like this whole culture of like it's ah uh, it's medicine. Like it's like yeah, there are medicine things, but you just want to smoke, dude, and that's okay. That should be legal. And fuck having to pretend. We are free people, brother. We are free people. We are free people. I don't have to forge medical fake bullshit just to fucking get a joint. Like I fight two revolutions in Iran so I can come <laughs> here and be slave? No, brother. We are free people. We are not prisoners in some Shamubark jail, brother. <laughs> Please, don't do like this. God make me free. God make me free. God make me free. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's okay. the same guy who says, you rape our women, but we will make love to them, brother. <laughs> yes, that is the real way we show you. That is how we will show you. This not is, by violence, is, but by love. This is the full, full circle. Uh, Kenwood self tapes. Kenwood self tapes. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Like just. <laughs> I love doing hilariously bad. <laughs> I love hilariously bad intros. Like <laughs> in, in, like in my stand up, I'll, I'll like sometimes I'll fuck up an intro just like so. Like I'll take Bandit, a risk. You're the king. Uh, I can, is the king of turning, it, in, turning a complimentary in, uh, <laughs> intro into into a underhanded insult. That Vanda didn't even get, and then and the whole crowd's like, "What?" And then Vanda's like, "What did I say? What did I say?" Remember, you were saying you're bringing up a girl one time. This is so funny, and even all the girls there love you for it, but also are like, just the way. Like it was a great show. Everyone was doing a great, great show, and you can tell by your audience, face that you were genuine. Having fun. But Vandad is a, is loving, a great guy loving. who puts women on his show because we're trying to get more women into stand-up comedy, and we support. Put that. good comedians on but my show. But they're great comedians, and I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't not put them on because they're women. Oh, that's really you don't all. Not put them on. That's really all I'm actually doing. Is like maybe maybe I'll give a few more chances just so it's not all men. That's but but, but but the specific thing I just was don't so like funny. All men shows you basically put on a girl who was new, and you would have done it for a guy too, maybe. But like you yeah, put yeah, on this yeah. girl who's new. But before you brought her up, you're like you're like you know we're getting a big hard time for not having enough women in comedy. So you know what? We're gonna bring some girls on, even though they're newer than some of the more pro comics. We're gonna bring them up because uh, you know we're gonna have a great. And then the whole audience is like, what are you doing? No 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 no. You I'm j- what I'm telling you. Uh, I'm about to tell you is like your. 
what you told me of how it went down, but it was just it was a little bit more uh, nuanced than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, because you were like you're like yeah. So I uh, hope you're having a good time. Like we we had all these we had so and so we had all these pros from Just for Laughs. This that like hyped up. I like really hyped up all the guys we just had. I was like oh, this God. guy that guy. Uh, now we're gonna put on some newer acts. Uh, some women. Some women. They're newer. <laughs> like oh my God, the way you said it. Yeah. We all were like, what no, the fuck are you doing? It was perfect. Every... She called me out too. The girl who came oh, dude, on. She was, was like, like, oh my God. She like. It was like the oh, first two minutes. these good acts. Now here's some <laughs> shitty bitches. Like the fuck first two That made it so set, funny. It was so funny. Her saying that made it so funny. And I know. yeah, I like that. I have shows where there's this like I create a sort of tension, and then my acts have and me have this sort of back and forth banter because it lets the whole audience take, I like that we're the real. whole audience feels like they're coming along for this like whole back and forth yeah. remember remember i uh you you got off the stage early and then i like literally pulled you back out and then i was like get out there Man, that show is a community event it's like we're all getting together to do something cool it's tomorrow by the way yeah it's tomorrow, daddy show it's great, well not, we're not, I don't know if we're it's every party. month. You'll check it out. Check Be it out. Yeah, show on, show. We, put on, good shows, we, we put, put on good shows, man. Honestly, we're doing the plugs right now. Yeah. We should plug our own comedy shows. I oh, do the Friday yeah. Night Comedy yeah. Kapow and uh, Vander has the V Daddy Show, and they're both incredible shows. They're so fun. We did White Man's Burn live, and uh, I got to talk to you about that. We don't have the next date yet. Well, we got to talk to uh, the owner a little bit more. Uh, yeah. He wants us to come in and whatever. But hey, if you want us to do show, live shows and you're in Toronto, share this podcast. Yeah, Get the word out there. The more you help us share and spread. Oh, there's tons of venues. We can hop to another venue. I just like to try to keep consistent so yeah. i'll see where he's at and then if not then yeah we'll have a new place for you to be announced yeah to be announced uh we'll do a live show white man's burden stand-up comedy show it was incredible the first show the lineup was a banger and if you want to help us really keep this going on and everything we do go to patreon.com slash white man's burden that's you what get you 25 do. bucks a month right now from danny the fellow subversive thank you so much danny and danny. thank you all for listening but also support us a little bit with your money too i okay? told people at comedy bar yesterday that we have a patreon we got 25 bucks people are so impressed People are nice. like, wow. A month, baby. Wow, you, you're going Dude, you for know, it. here's some real shout-outs. You know who's killing it with that right now is uh, is uh, our good friend and hilarious Toronto comedian, uh, Anna Maria Stoich. Yeah, she has her Patreon. Anna Maria Sto- started her Patreon within two days. It's like 87 bucks a month. Damn. We're talking Canadian numbers. We're, we're like, we're so broke-ass in Canada as, uh, as comedians. We're not like Americans. Americans, A, have like way more paying gigs and touring opportunity, but then also their Patreons are like, Here's four thousand a month I'm getting from some dude in Arkansas. Well, some are, some are. But some for are. for living in Toronto, like, buddy, you're getting eighty-seven bucks a month from someone just on the internet. That's great. You're a you're that's a credit. <laughs> that's buddy, a, dude, to be able to just get sh- like money to do to to do this would be incredible. I mean, I've I've been telling people that even like I said at these parties and shows, like when we go do stand up, I tell people like I just want to wake up and talk. And yeah. people are going to pay for that. And then go do comedy. How great would that be if Fuck you yeah. people listening to this could get in on say. the ground floor of me, be, me and Vanna being able to wake up every day and just talk. And, we, and we're decolonizing. Like different mind. podcasts. Different you podcasts. Know, different every other day's shows, this. Yeah. Every other day's that. There's that one. There's a really short one that we do. I want to do one that's like I want to I I, I want to get I, I this is like dumb but I want to get one where it's like literally just like uh me in the shower like you know like blurred out and whatever but like with like when the technology is better with like waterproof cameras yeah I just thought like a shower thing would be like hilarious that's great just like just sing it it's kind of it's kind of because of that scene in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I kind of want that as like a ten yeah. minute like micro podcast or whatever. That would be. Do you, remember, you know what I'm talking about? You Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, I remember. He's in the shower. He's in the shower. He's like, talking. I got a test today. Blah blah blah. It's like it's the Dude, scene that broke me. It pissed me off. There's a market for that. There's a it market for pissed, that. I like the visuals, and that's why I want to do it. But that scene pissed me off actually because of our, what we're talking about. He goes, he goes, I got a test today. It's on European industrialism. 
what the fuck do I, he's like, nothing's fucked, but he's like, what do I care if they're industrials? They could be fascist anarchists for all I care. It still doesn't change the fact that I don't have a car. It's like, Ferris, you fucking little spoiled bitch. What are you saying right now? Are you kidding? You don't care if if Europe turns fascist? Huh? You don't care? Fascist anarchist, he says, but fascist or anarchist, you just don't care. doesn't affect you because you don't have a fucking car, you idiot. They're going to come eat you alive. They're going to start a war. They're going to ruin the co fascist. Yeah, I and care. Once we started going down this road of decolonizing the mind and like watching these documentaries about colonialism, I sometimes I can't take it anymore. <laughs> brother, we have to fight back, brother. Sometimes I can't take it. Dude, this <laughs> Vietnam War documentary. Oh, my God. Dude, I've been telling people about our, our, our call with Gavin. Ken Burns, right? Um, yeah, the no, Ken no, Burns no, Vietnam yeah, yeah, War documentary. Ken, yeah, Ken Dude, Burns, I have master. PTSD from Vietnam War documentary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From the documentary. From Imagine the docu- what they went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too much, man. It's crazy. It's too much. And they're – Especially when it's the North, like the actual Vietnamese victor ones. They're like – they're so humble. Man. They're yeah. still not like, hey, fuck you, America, or anything at all. They're like, they're like, oh, the Ameri- the Americans came. They killed, like, my whole family and everyone. No food for a year and whatever. But, you know, they're like – you know, war is war. Like, they're almost like, you know, how it's almost like maybe it's just such an Eastern thing, but it's like the Indians being like, yeah. oh, the came is good, but okay. We're, it's okay, like the, but God is great. Like, these people, you too. Just do like a, like a, but, oh, yeah, God, God. They're like, yeah, it's really bad, and, but, you know, it's just like we were all just like, you know, in the a opening, war. The hell. opening banger monologue from, from this VNM war documentary, it's this old Vietnamese man, Vietnamese man who fought in the war. And he looks so rock and roll now. He's got those like big collars, and they're yeah, sticking up like yeah, three yeah, buttons yeah. open. His hair's like wild and up, and it's like mm-hmm. half gray. But he just looks like wild, right? And he's talking about the Vietnam War, and he says only people who didn't fight talk about like who won or lost. Yeah, that's exactly. He's what like I those mean. of us who fought. We don't talk about it. Even yeah. the American guy, the American it's like opening win, monologue, lose. It's he's like win lose. Oh, you don't. He's he's he basically said it like if you're talking about winning and losing. You're you're some idiot who had who you like you're a child who you're hasn't a gone war hawk shit. politician or you're, you're a, a, a you're young a brat. guy who's but like war hawks, I'm gonna go be a soldier. Dude, the war hawks are brats too, man. They're rich. Yeah, they're kids. all brats. Yeah, they're fucking rich kids. And so this guy who's actually fought is like when once you fight, you don't talk about who won or lost. And the way what his mean what he meant was we all lost. <laughs> it's war, baby. Yeah, it's hell. And Maybe it is guy, like how like the Indians are like okay, like they're not really like there's no madness. Like, they're not mad of, like, at the Brits, really. They're like, okay, tikka tikka, like, it happened or whatever. But to bring it back to Gujarati Foods, the matriarch of <laughs> Gujarati Foods, the 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 boss, your mama, yep. um, she was telling us about how, like, her concept of, like, yeah, you know, they came, they stole it or whatever. They t- we're talking about the Hope Diamond. They took the Hope Diamond, but it's cursed, man. It's, it's cursed. And, like, yeah. we took it as, like, kind of, like, not to be disrespectful, but, like, a little bit of, like, Oh, they have their customs. Oh, these silly people. It's cursed. But it's like, no, it's more like the curse of like, like, look, it's like, yeah, you stole the diamond. You stole all this fucking money. Your shit's paid. Your palace is paved in gold. But look at your fucking, you have no empire. You're crumbling. Fucking uh, England, like Brexit. Like it's going to shit. It's no, like, no, we need to stop this. And now. that links to, and I know I'm so like, I'm like one of those guys with the red string, like connecting everything. I like but that's that. just like your, uh, you know, you have this good bit that you've been developing now about the uh, the guy who's like, you saw the doc- on the documentary, probably doing this podcast, but the guy's whipping another guy. And then it's like, at a certain point, they had to switch out the whippers. Yeah, because the, the guy, the, the, he got so many lashes, to, he got so many lashes, the guy, that the guy whipping, his arm got tired. <laughs> 
Yeah. So they had to sw- they had to give that guy a break. Yeah. Because God forbid they give the guy a break from getting whipped. I mean, yeah. you could have just given both a break, but the guy's like, no, no, no. Yeah, they could have been he like, take five, and then break. he'll whip you some more in yeah, five no, no, minutes. No, no, yeah. no, no. He has to keep getting whipped. But it's like you were saying, it's like, okay, it's like, A, who's the savage? The, like, naked dude who is an indigenous guy who probably stole a coconut or something, like, or yeah. something, and is now getting whipped a hundred times? Or the guy whipping him? Obviously the guy whipping him. But also, yeah. who is it hurting more? Is it it's hurting that guy's skin and giving him trauma and whatever? But this guy who has to do this, this culture that is the whipper, this culture is that dude. They get hurt too. They get hurt too they get hurt because too. they think it's oh whatever. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's like the guy you're telling me about the Nazis, where the where yeah. the guy where the guy's like shooting so many people. And when you first told me, like 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 Vander was telling about someone who had to basically kill Jews during the the Nazi. Well, regime. It, it's a B- it, it's a BBC documentary, but it's from these well. They recorded the minutes of this meeting they had. In Germany, that was when they, f- when all the different archetypes and di- head of SS, head of the brown shirts, head of this and propaganda, all everyone got together. The medical guy, the government transport guy, they all got together and were like, "We're doing the final solution. This we're gonna finally because." And part of the problem was because this guy was reporting. He's like, "You have us killing like all these people. We had to kill two hundred thousand people in like a week or something." Yeah. And he's like, "He's like, he's like." I have my soldiers just killing men, women, and children, and he's complaining because he's like, he's like, they're up to their boots in blood. He's like, he's like, eh. and he's like, yeah, they're soldiers. They have to kill. And he's like, my thir- my soldiers, they fight with honor. Like, they, this is there's no honor in this, and blah blah blah. So their whole thing was like, y- we still know they have to die, but you have to relieve my soldiers of the of the pain and trauma they're getting from having to just shoot. Yeah. All these children, like it's, it's and they're like, it's oh, okay, I, I'll tell sad. you what, we'll we'll ship them off and we'll get them rid of them in a different way. You know what I mean? And they started thinking of like gas streams or stuff like that. Yeah, just but a quick out of the way. These guys that they make even kill the person. Even that person's like, I'm sad now. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm yeah. getting PTSD. He was literally, he's like, my soldiers, they because I mean, sol- when you first told me that, soldiers, I thought the guy's hand was getting tired from the machine gun. Like, I mean, probably, like his, his literally, elbow. he's probably getting carpal tunnel no, but or even, something. My grandfather was in this salt march in India, <coughs> so they did this thing with the British, where the British were like, okay, we're just gonna start taxing salt. Yeah, remember we did, we just saw the thing. But anyway, it's, finish it's your Gandhi. story. That's what happens in Gandhi. Finish your story, and then I'll tell it's Gandhi. Well, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just. Con- crazy concept because you're like uh yeah it's like they're like no like my soldiers need morale like they're losing their fighting spirit because they're just like slaughtering a bunch it of children but at no point were any of these idiot asshole fucking nazis in the room like maybe we shouldn't do that then. maybe we shouldn't be slaughtering children they're like ah, oh, there must be a more civil way to slaughter all these children no and i just realized something now this is literally an epiphany but it makes so much more sense now and this is true. This is true. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, at the actual camps, right, the actual final solution or whatever, uh, at the actual camps, the Nazis themselves weren't the executioners. They were the guards. They were the overseers going, schnell, schnell. And sometimes they'd have to hang or shoot a motherfucker. But the actual ones who – A motherfucker? A good person. Uh, but I, I meant yeah. – like, yeah, yeah. I meant uh, – yeah, I didn't mean like – that I didn't mean it like that. I meant like motherfucker, like a yeah. per, per. That is saying person, just like in yeah. that. Uh, but anyways, um, <sighs> trip me up. But uh, no, no. But the actual gas chamber themselves yeah. and that stuff, they made Jews do it. Oh no, to each other. And, and but of- I but I always thought of that as like extra cruel, yeah. right? But and it is. But I'm also realizing now, it's probably specifically 
so that their soldiers, who fight with so much honor, don't have to get PTSD from shoving innocent people into the I gas know. chambers. Even so, it's like, like they it's don't even have to deal with that. They're like, They're like <laughs> he's like, I stand guard in case the allies come from this box. Whatever's happening in that room and the Juden are killing them, each other and I slaughtering. Can't take it. No, but he's like, he's like, that's none of my business. I'm not that. They're doing it. I'm just the guard. I'm an honorable soldier. Uh, yeah, it's you know what I mean? It's like a way to compartmentalize. Like, like, like a guard like, oh, did, killing these people is making me too sad. Uh, like, but the solution is like, okay, so how can we just make you not sad? Okay, make them kill each other. Like, it doesn't make them kill them each other. Like, don't. don't make the soldiers do it. Put them on. Yeah. Put them far away. It doesn't occur to them. Hide them in the, don't in the kill them forest. Then, yeah. Fox. But you know, you, speaking of like a my mom, a simple way to kill all these people. Yes. Or, or like, how can we do it without getting sad? Hmm. It's like don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> like, but, uh, like, but there's always like the, it's, it's like, even war, uh, it's World War War One. The wars end all wars. It's like we'll just have to have one war that's so big and perfect that there will be. It's so you see, we we it's because we don't like war and we want to end war on the planet that we're going to have this big one last hurrah. Like it's so self-fulfilling <laughs> always it's even the thing you're saying about the hope diamond because my mom's like oh they they took this hope diamond but her whole thing of like they took this hope diamond from india but it's cursed and it'll it'll cause their downfall like 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 it's it, two it's, ways to look at not it literally true yeah you could but, be like oh my god could, it's cursed but, okay but these, these concentration camps the nazis they learned how to do that from the brits there's yeah. like old shit of Hitler yeah, yeah, yeah. being like, hey, th- what these Brits did in uh, in the Boer Wars, Boer War, yeah. they got a good system for a concentration camp. Because yeah. concentration camp just meant like you concentrate one population altogether. And what they realized during the Boer War. And also concentrate their labor power all on like I one. I guess so. I don't know. This one said that it was a concentration means you concentrate the population. Oh, okay. So it's like a small area where Literally, you concentrate yeah. them. And then instead of having to kill them, you just kind of starve them in there. Yeah. And he's like, they'll just kill each other. You, you'll get them to break rocks and mundane shit that you could get anyone to do. Not you do that. You get some of that done, too, as a bonus, but it's it's mainly shit that's extra hard. So just fucking just fucks imagine, them up. Imagine this, Bandit. Imagine you put 500 people in a thing. Take them on a death march. They just died. Oh, you just had to get them from one place. To, they just died. I didn't kill them. But, but imagine just so putting them in there so and, then, and then, like, no food. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, some people will start eating each other. Like some people will just fuck with each some, other. Some like most. A lot of them will just yeah. So 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 the Brits were like, Humans. why are we spending our time killing them? They'll kill each other if we just yeah. do this, right? Just don't let them out. Well, you know how That's the Europeans—they're so willing to kill so much, but they're always stingy with those bullets, man. Like you were all saying with Le- Leopold, it's like ah, oh, count the bullets—they're expensive. The Nazis too. The Nazis had like perfect records of like every bullet. Insane. Like just every fucking yeah. King Leopold was so cheap that he would give people like ten bullets and to kill Af- to kill people in the Congo. But he was like, for every bullet, you have to bring back a hand. So sometimes they just miss someone and then they just chop off someone else's hand. Yeah, that's why. Dude, in all ten missing. years, people just had no hands. That's why they're all missing hands. There's so many pictures. That's why. Of people in and the also, Congo with no hands. I s- there's this thing in the Bel- their Belgium. There's this. Uh, there's this cultural thing that they do every year near Christmas of cho- black chocolate hands. And like I wanna, I wanna be perfectly clear. I have looked into two different versions of this, and I don't exactly know which one's true. So some people are saying it's because there's this other sort of like Christmassy kind of thing where it's like there's like these sugar hands, and then other people are saying that it's like the Congolese thing. It's a candy version of those African people's hands. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a bunch of chocolate hands. They eat chocolate hands every year. So first it blew up because yeah. people were putting that next to a picture of these like African Bel- uh, yeah, Congo so people, people without, without hands. Without hands yeah. So they're putting those together and being like, look, these people eat chocolate hands every year. How fucked is that? Like it's evil. And it is. And then now they're saying maybe it's because of this other chocolate hand tradition. But like 
even if you have that other chocolate hand tradition, because you have this tradition of cutting people's hands off, black people, you just shouldn't be eating chocolate hands. You really make it white chocolate. Yeah, like, like, what are you doing with the chocolate hands? It's like, you kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like, someone's going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, yeah. like, like, I guess people are too, like, it's, it was too long ago that people might not remember. But imagine someone who was alive back then, and they just come over That's to your house. That's what I mean, for, yeah. They come over to your house for Christmas. Their grandpa. And they just see, they just see a, bl- a brown black hand. Like, oh, my God. Are they back? <laughs> like, They're no, just no, eating no, them? Chocolate. They're just eating them? Well, I mean, look, a lot of that shit's like, chocolate. I saw this, uh, the Romanovs, it's like a new uh, Amazon show, but uh, no spoilers or anything, but at one point, this like, there's this woman who's like, says she's descended from like the Romanovs, blah, 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 she's this old aristocratic m- multi-millionaire, like one percenter living in Paris her whole life, right? Uh, and, she's, and she's chirping her like, uh, what's it called, her, her live-in caretaker person. And she's chirping her because she's a hijabi. She's, like, wearing a hijab, like, Muslim, like, Algerian or something. She's chirping her. And then she's like, you know what? It all it, it all goes back to the Battle of Tours. Like, otherwise, you would have been you would have been in charge. But we beat you at Tours. And you know what we did to celebrate? We took your flag. And she holds up, like, she's eating breakfast. Like, that black, the, not black, that Algerian just, like, the Arab just gave her uh, a breakfast. She's like, we took your flag. And she, like, picks up the croissant. And she's like, and we took the shape and we started baking cakes with it. And every morning we celebrate when we eat. Like, nom, 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 nom. She's eating her little croissant. croissant. Yeah, a, it's the a... crescent moon. Le croissant. Oh. Crescent. It's, she... it's the Muslim flag. Whoa, so is that true, though? Can yeah, it's back? true. That's true. No, they took over some pl- some places Muslim. They, and the Battle like... of Tours. The, the Oh, yeah, the Battle of Tours is a big deal. Yeah, it's a huge deal. So and after, so after that, to tours... celebrate, they invented croissants. They're like, and every morning with the and, and like obviously she did not know that fact, and she is like, Ugh. these Frenchies <laughs> every day. <laughs> these Frenchies. This is what I mean about the fascist symbolism. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is why I care about this shit yeah. because it is all there. Like, okay, I mean, you like every time someone bites into a croissant, are you somehow like biting into a sort of like you know how like I don't know I'm gonna get a really not crystally but like brain energy kind of like. Yeah. Vibey, but like the universe is, it's all this crazy energy particles floating around. Are you somehow like, in, while enjoying that croissant, because of our current context, it's like 99% all good, but is there like a tiny like percentage residue of that bite that you're taking that's like a little, little tiny grain of sand Interesting. from that original well, dude, bad intent? It, it, that original hate? You get a little, t- little residue of it too. It's like the Hope Diamond. It's not literally the hope diamond makes every you time bad you person. walk by that logo, which is our logo, yeah. like the 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 croissant. no the uh, the other one, the Scotland being the UK crest, which is Scotland being slave. Yeah. Every time you walk by it, it's not a big deal. It's mostly cool, but like there's a little bit of residue of like fuck Scotland on that. You know what I mean? There's a little bit of like is that we a real thing? You motherfucker. Yeah. We won. Just a little bit of you just see the fascist symbol all the time. Literally the fasci, that symbol of fascism. With you the, just which, see which is a bundle of sticks with, the with axe an axe. On it. You just see it every every time. Oh, what's Trump saying? What's Congress saying? Well, it's just big, huge, right there behind them. You just see it all the time. It's just not a big deal. When you told me that at first, I was like, "Van Dad, this is a conspiracy theory." And then I looked it up on Google, and I put fascist symbol, and it was a bundle of sticks with the axe on it. And it's every and then I every put single fascist major symbol government. in government. It's like the Congress has that symbol up, dude. It's right the there. US it's Congress. It's every all of them. It's on. And then there's like French flags that have it. Not Dude, the main it's, French it's flag. The, it's the unofficial, it's like the secondary uh, l- emblem of France. 
It's basically the secondary. So, so it's, it's the flag of their army or something. Like, what is it? I don't something like that. It's or their just navy. Very, they've just always kind of used it with everything else too. It's always kind of right. there. It's the the fr- the civil guard in uh, like the the sort of M- RCMP sort of thing in uh, Spain. That's their logo. Wow. That's why I just snuck it in with Gavin. I was like, yeah, well, I mean, I mean it, Spain is fascist. And he's like, what, what are you talking about? It's fascist. Now, if we had time to talk more with him, I would have said Franco, the the fascist leader of Spain. Never got like Hitler got de- killed or killed himself. Yo, uh, Mussolini got dragged on the streets like so and so, so and so. But Franco, nothing. They just made peace. He stayed. Gavin, Gavin just like, what do you mean? He, he sounds like these anti. He, he lived until uh, uh, the seventies, and before he died, he chose the current Spanish royal family. Therefore, it Franco Spain never went anywhere. It literally just stayed. Under that government. Now, a lot of reforms happened since the Franco era in Spain. There's a lot more civil liberties. There's a lot more this and that. But that system is still that Franco onward system. So, in my views, fascist. We're, we're doing our job here, baby. Again, governments this and people are different. So, do. I'm not saying Fra- Spanish people are but fascist. Their government is like the leftover of a fascist no, no, but, system. But, but, but it it's is. like it's like the Hope Diamond, the, the the crest where they have the Scottish, uh, the, they have the unicorn still chained up, like the British. Yeah, emblem, on all your UK and Canadian passports, look at the two animals, man. It's on our logo. The Scottish unicorn has a chain around his neck. It's a crown, motherfucking chain. It can't get better than this. It's a crown chain, a crown around its neck. The English line has nothing. He's probably holding the chain behind the thing. Uh, yeah, the English line is just like proud and whatever, and then the, yeah. the unicorn is like chained to it. And that's the British emblem. And that's the emblem that they made after they took over Scotland, right? Yeah. They took it over. and that's Well, it's the sign of – it's the United Kingdom crest. So it's almost like this episode could almost be about this. I feel like there has been one thing that keeps coming up, and it's like the Hope Diamond. It's almost like these symbols of – What are the – yeah, the symbols. And they mu- – sorry, go ahead. Please. Keep I, I mean, I was going to say – I was going to say like – This is – if you listen to our podcast, you know this is how it is. We go back and forth, blah, 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 but, you know, hey. I think we're, we're finding our legs now, yeah. and, I, and I think we're figuring out a way to make it I'm, – I'm very It's fun. Yeah. I'll just say that. We're having a great time. I'm having a great time, so uh, I, someone will have a great time. We just yeah. need a thousand people that also have a great time listening yeah. to this. Yeah, dollar, dollar, and then fucking month. Give us a dollar. Yeah, it's amazing. Fine. Yeah, but but what I was gonna say is is with the diamond. It's like my mom was saying, oh, that diamond. It's like min- money ill got is ill spent. Yeah, these like, things like you, are true. I so, really so, believe so, it. So she was so so she so it's like we're saying about the bad diamond. bad the, thoughts. It's like the bad the juju is not literal. It's but but but, but the juju man like, it, it, it it makes it happen in a way that like. Because just think about it. You're just I don't even think you kids. have to be a hippie to think the juju kind of is real. I think we just haven't figured it out in science yet, no, but that we will. It's in our science psychology. Science is starting. Quantum We're, physics and shit is kind yeah. of like this but stuff. Let me just say this one thing where, where it's like our collective subconscious kind of, like our culture, it's in there. It's not outside in like – I know there's juju science mm-hmm. way of putting it. But our brain is complicated enough that it starts to feel like juju science, and a lot of symbolism that we react to is like subconscious. That's and why so, it's so. It's and so you so constantly intense. show a bunch of kids, like, "Hey, what?" Like you tell these kids. First of all, you don't tell, like, like let's say in England, you don't tell them all the bad shit that happened, and then they say, "Oh, what's this diamond?" Like you, but you tell them, like, "Look, be proud of all these big things we have." So those big things that you have is almost Shashi like Tour of India pointed out that uh, British children get. Uh, it's like he said they don't learn a lick of colonial history. Yeah, it's like all this fucking history of all this other stuff and Churchill, and then they do like three hours of like, oh, by the way, we ruled the whole world for a while. It, it was cool. It was nice. The sun never set. I think they say the sun. I think they're. Proud they to say love the sun, the sun, sun never, never set. set. They but were since they were drawing in the maps. Remember, 
check out our video yeah. with the, the yeah, British school kids, children drawing in the map. They, they, they would never to, said is they would have to color in all the places. That's in, all in the we world learned too in school that were like red. They would have to color in red like all the places that were conquered by the Just British Empire. Just to show how big we are and how little the other empires were. But I think I think what 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 the collective trauma is is that you're just teaching your kids that it's okay to be like this and it's okay to do this. You know, in a weird way, like you're not telling them the full history or like you're either saying. Look at how great we are. We took all this, and you're not telling all the violent stuff, or you're telling the violent stuff and being like, "That's just how it goes," and you have to learn that, whatever. But regardless, you're basically raising and a bunch a of lot people of in your system. This shit was really cool, but like, if your black friends at school ask you, tell them if it was bad. It was like, but it was really actually cool. Like they kind of, they're well, like, no, "It was I sick," but you're not allowed to be proud of it. That's where all the white supremacists start going. Like, we're, it's not that we think white is better. We just. We just want to celebrate white heritage too. Why can't I be proud of the white yeah. stuff that we did? It's like yeah, and and I think the standard story. Yeah, you can be proud. You live in the cool fucking sick country, and you get to live a sick life. Yeah, be yeah, proud. No one's saying here. you're you proud, didn't even, but you didn't do it. No one's saying don't be proud. You're just There's born into all it. this history and culture, or whatever. But but don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's I don't know. You can't take pride for half and and just ignore all the shitty stuff. Exactly. You can't just say we're better than everyone. Look, at, because we're better and we're inherently whatever, and not mention that you did murder a bunch of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so and so this is what I mean by the hope diamond going over. It's this constant symbol that it's okay to do this, and it just continues it on. Mm-hmm. That's very SJW. It's very much like look at Cecil Rhodes. People are well, this will take down the statues movement. The whole reason yeah. they're doing it is because they're saying, look, these guys fucking conquered my people, and now I got to go in and worship so- Cecil Rhodes? He fucked my shit up. Yeah. He fucked up my fan. Like, he fucked up. Like, he traumatized us, man. Yeah. And he's, like, and here as a like, hero. There's, like, you could put up a, a plaque with it, too, that, like, calls it out, and then you can keep it there for the sake of the contrast. Or you can say, let's move it and put it into a special museum of, the, like, the to, like, learn – about the past and whatever. Cecil Rhodes. But to continuously just say, no, not only are we going to do that, but we're going to just keep honoring it too. It's like, nah, man, you just can't honor shit forever when when you know it's bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> you watch the document. Like, I, I, you know, when we started this podcast, I was a it's little really bit like, bad. I was a little bit of a SJWs are out of control guy. Yeah. You start looking into shit and you're like, uh, yeah, that guy's pretty bad. Just maybe let this guy go. The only thing he was he he even and dude until today he made De Beers, yeah. like this this John Cecil the, the John Rhodes guy or the Cecil Rhodes guy whatever, Cecil and that's John, such a, John yeah. Cecil Rhodes I think he that's a like, joke too because it's like the whole like diamonds are so important and you have to do three three this. three months of your salary to like pay for the thing it's like this guy's just he he really did colonize your minds he colonized all your women. Yeah. He colonized all the white women into thinking that unless they get this classist bullshit fucking miniature hope diamond. How big is my diamond? Unless they get their own little hope diamond miniature. uh, That's what a wedding ring is. Yeah, it's a miniature. It's my own little hope diamond. Unless you fucking work like a schlub to pay for this little miniature hope diamond. Like, you have to work like you're back in India being a fucking water chimney. Dude, I just want to see this woman just be like, six six black children died for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they should Imagine. Just, like, instead of carrots, they should so. just put, like, like, how many, <laughs> yeah. like uh, 400 ounces of blood was Blackheads, spilled. Blackheads, yeah. To get. <laughs> yeah, oh my exactly. God. Dude, can, can like, we, like, we're, we're basically enslaving people so that these fucking yeah. women can be like, look at how big my diamond is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, while he's just like, <laughs> Like and three and also the men even want to compete like but De Beers invented that the De Beers Diamond Company invented like you know you have to spend three months of salary on that yeah 
They sold the diamond diamonds. Diamond is a girl's best friend. The diamonds are a girl. Like, they just convinced us all. So and stupid. they have a monopoly on it. Yeah. So they convinced us all to be obsessed with these diamonds and that the price should be through. Th- Dude, the price should not be that. The price no. is only that because they have a what monopoly. What is it worth? What does it do? Like, what? what can it's garbage. <laughs> it it's a fucking shit. shiny rock. Are we stupid? It's sharp. It's, like, super sharp. Okay, fine. But, like. Ooh, shiny. Are you cutting people with Let it? Let it go. You, we have computer screens now. Just pull up a picture, man. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> Just one 4K picture of a diamond. We should all be done with these fucking diamonds now. Should be holographic. Holograph. Hologra- yeah. Little holograph pops out. Like, what are we? We're such plebs. We're like, ooh, put a shiny thing on me. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so <laughs> stupid. I look like the queen. And if you want to get one, get one. But, like, don't stress out over I'm not whatever. And, you know, and now everyone kind of knows this. We're preaching the choir menu right now. But, like. But, like, back then, dude, like, 1950s, it was like, you're not a man unless you get a Dubois diamond, you fucking pussy. And the woman would be like, yeah, I'm not fucking touching you. You can't get me this diamond. Dude, even right now. It's kind of still in your car or something. We are, like, to the women listening to this podcast, we lost a couple. They're like, we want diamonds. Not as listeners. We want the But there's some girls here that were, like, listening to this, and they're like, oh, I wonder if these guys are cute. I wonder, you know, this guy's, like, into politics. He sounds cool. He sounds, like, cute, whatever. And then we just Inshallah, dropped out brother, this. Uh, brother, we will, <laughs> we will only make love to them, brother. Brother, we will only make love to them. But, but, but we just lost, like, 20 of them for this no diamond ring. A lot of these girls could be like, fuck these guys. Yo, because you know what, baby? I need to get my ring. You know what? It's like even us, though. We want, like, like I don't want to, I don't want to shame someone too much for getting no. that diamond ring because we're all part of a capitalist system where we're like, oh, uh, a Chinese baby had to die because so I could get two dollars off on this T-shirt. Yeah, exactly. But I need my two dollars off at Walmart. Yeah, I need to go to Amazon and fucking just <laughs> people are just dying for our shit. Like some guy, like remember we all got got like five minutes of outrage when we were all like, oh, my cell phone's made by a slave who wants to kill himself. Yeah, like, some, like they have to put up nets outside oh, of the these factories. Sho- the shoes. The, you know, shoes and Nike sweatshops and shit. But you're still buying all of it. We're all part of the system, baby. <laughs> yeah. Okay? We're all trying We're to decolonize the, matrix, the mind. dude. We're okay? in the Matrix. We're Listen, baby girls, if you're listening to this and you're a really big Diamond fan, <laughs> we'll work something out, okay? We'll figure <laughs> You get a diamond because you're part of the Politburo. <laughs> we'll figure. You gotta make your. You gotta make your. Like, I know some people. You know, Doug Stanhope talks about this where he's been doing comedy for 50 years, yeah. and he keeps talking about how like he doesn't want to make. He doesn't want to have kids, and he doesn't want to do all this. And he's like, "All oh, you fucking fans, you come up to me after the show. You're like, I agree with you. I love your politics. And then you're like, Ah, yeah, but you know, me and Cindy wanted to have a kid, so we're at." <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's like, you all sold out, though? Yeah. That's kind of what... Buddies, de- we're ready to sell. <laughs> we'll sell out. <laughs> Decolonize the mind is no, a slow okay. process, baby. It's a slow, very slow we're process. We're in a heavy culture. This is what culture. people don't get. Yeah, yeah it's we're in a culture. Dude, you can't just tell... It's not like one episode and you're like, You can't just tell like, women, oh, like, good. don't buy, don't be into diamonds anymore. Come on. <laughs> it's like, we got to start it now. But yeah, Cecil Rhodes but was a piece of shit. We Cecil Rhodes is garbage. We're supporting you know I mean? his legacy. These di- these De Beers people are fucking vicious, man. That's why I uh, remember Blood Diamond. It was so good. Oh yeah, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's a great man. movie. It was real. It was I like love how you 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 called me. You're like uh, like when we first just started doing the show or whatever, and <laughs> you, you were saying you s- no, you said th- yeah that yeah when, when you're like snitching on me to a lamppost to a supposedly bug. <laughs> Yo, lamppost. I did act out like that yesterday. I'll tell you. That's after. a good. But no, but uh, no, you said I, I remind you of the uh, the fixer guy in Blood Diamond. Yeah. Like, I'm like, the guy's like pilot guy. Or is that that movie or was that a different movie? Okay. In my head, when I reference old shit like that, 
I'm just making up a generic character. Oh, so like it's any not movie specific. where an action movie lands in the Middle East. So any movie <laughs> where in the Middle East, Egypt, Israel, whatever, Africa, and then they're like, they're like, okay, we need, and they got to go on a mission. So it's like James Bond in Africa, and he's like, uh, I need to get into the whatever, whatever. It's like, I'll get Van Dad. He's our fixer. <laughs> he's like, uh, no, no, I was looking for someone named 009 Palestine. <laughs> it's like, oh. That's the same. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Vandad's like, hey, like no, you know, be good. It's like it's like if you show up, like like they're looking for Vandad and Palestine, like like one's the villain and one's the fixer, and then by the end of the movie, like, wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> Palestine was the was Vandad the whole time. <laughs> Why Palestine? Was this Palestine? I don't because get because he's like he's like a hustler, the character. Yeah. So his nickname is Palestine because he <laughs> he, he like like no, but Palestine dead man. Come on. No 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 no, Palestine. But but he. Remember, remember the character that I made up for this character of yours <laughs> is like you're the you're the fixer guy. So they land. They're like they're like we need eight hundred Kalishnikovs. Oh, I'll get uh, I'll get Vendad. He's the fixer. So he knows <laughs> what to do. But the character name that I gave it was like uh, we'll get Palestine. Palestine will know where to go. It's like your nickname is Palestine because you got out of the because even That's in Palestine funny. you could be a fixer. Yeah. <laughs> He's like he made a deal with the Israelis and brought in like water for five hundred <laughs> people. He's Palestine. <laughs> oh, I wish, man. I'd love to be like a Schindler's List kind of guy. One but day. that's the kind of banger fixer you got. I want to listen. We I, we got to be millionaires, Amish. We got to. We got to. Like I got to be a millionaire, but I'm literally about. Re- I'm gonna redistribute like ninety percent of it, man. I want to. I want to have. In our hearts. I want to have like fucking like foundations made. I want to have schools made. I want to fucking like. I want to do that or give it to like a good charity that won't do like ninety percent fucking. Uh, of it as like their own admin tax. Yeah. You know about those? Like well, all these big charities, it's like 90% of it goes to like their fucking salaries and shit. And then 10%, if you're lucky, gets to that, to the actual who needs it. And then yeah. even then it goes to some local guy who kind of just like ta- takes half of it himself. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of like, we've already globally, we've given enough money in like charities and stuff to actually like fix everything like a m- bunch of times over. Talking housing, food, whatever. It just gets spent. It, it, gets it literally spent. gets spent and thrown away and just like kind of sizzles so, out, man. So I saw some radical lefty video. We have to be able to help. I saw this, Whether it's I know, our I money know. or raising enough people to all do it together, like we have to. I found this radical lefty lefty video, dude. And Mexi has a very similar video. Shout out to Mexi. Shout out to She's, Mexi. Uh, professor sick. at U of T. She does these um, incredible videos online. Uh, like lefty YouTube uh, videos. Articles and stuff. Yeah. So smart and like also like very like just won't be shy about it and will yeah. tell like hey and, no and I don't been, agree with this this is this, this I've is been that. telling her about our little our, our call with Gavin McInnes that we did that yeah. on the last episode and Gavin McInnes he's like this right wing guy and like he he <sighs> you guys know Gavin McInnes you guys he co-founded Vice he co-founded Vice he's but then the he became super right wing he, he made a group yeah, called the Proud Boys they got violent very, but, but uh, he's like a Western supremacist mm-hmm. he calls himself a Western chauvinist and basically he's he he sounds like Trump. I just read that in a New York Times article today where he sounds he's like, like a, yeah, he's, he's like an even more rude Trump, kind of. Yeah, he's, I mean, his show is literally called Get Off My Lawn. Yeah, it's like you a cranky I mean? old like, man being yeah. like, what? These Muslims are taking Europe. And he's not and even that old. He just, he just kind of plays it as a character. I mean, not, I mean, it's him. It's just. It's him. It's him. It's not a character. That's the problem it, with that's, it. That's, yeah. He's basically like, I'm Archie Bunker. He's, do, he's like, st- he is kind of like almost like a l- little bit less smart. Uh, uh, Stephen Colbert when he was like the character Colbert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And Stephen Colbert as the character wasn't smart. Like, the writing of him doing that was smart, but like that character was like, you know what well, I mean? Well, okay, let's get into this then real quick because Gavin on our show, 
I remember his, the first his, thing he said. Yeah, so to listen us, to our last episode, yeah. guys, and we have the 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 call itself isolated. But like, listen, we just basically let him talk, which was kind of what I no, we we, we hit him we hit him on points, but but, he, but he his was points weren't that good on his anything. Points weren't that, like no. he doesn't actually have like. I remember at one point I said China's evil. Okay, I I don't know what to tell you. Russia and China they're evil. Well, you don't remember, get it? remember at it's one like, point he said to you, he's like he's like you guys are doing that lefty. You guys are doing that antifa lefty thing where you boil something down to one word, one word argument. And I'm like, that sounds like Fox News. And he yeah. goes, he goes, uh, nope. And he just continues on with his point. But yeah. he's like, uh, nope. But he then had, at the end had... of the episode, you tried to give him like a, oh, you, you're against communism. Because speaking of one-word answers, in the middle of the thing, he's like, he accused you of just giving these one-word answers to justify something. But then at the end of the thing, you're like, what do you think of uh, – you don't think all communist people are evil. You're talking about a Stalinist or like a Mao yeah, whatever. Yeah, like maybe a and he goes, tanky. And he just goes, uh, yeah, the, the Russians, the Chinese, they're all evil, okay? Communism's evil. Communism's evil. And that's it. And that was his last. Like you don't get it. It's like, well, I mean, no, not like some people, you know, no, be a I, fucking he, communist. I, I think don't care. the best. You thought the thing at the end maybe was a banger, or you just kind of wanted to. Give I thought that. it was a right wing banger. The, I, I don't, th- I, I don't. Listen, he didn't really say I thought much. It was a right wing killer. I'll tell you talking what his, point. the best thing he no, said. But I'm talking about right wing people are dumb, man. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But they the want to hear like no, the best thing he really said the whole time. It was kind of towards the middle ish or whatever. He was like. He's like, well, obviously you haven't made enough money to actually know what it's that like when they, the government is. When the government takes all of it. He's like, <laughs> yeah. you two are fucking broke as fuck because he, nobody who makes any money could believe in this communist shit. <laughs> what a that fucker. was the bang. That yeah. was a funner. No, that but even his bang. opening line was a banger. Opening line, Van oh, goes off. Because we just told him, like, hey, we're calling from this podcast called Guys, we were really Burning. nervous, too. We didn't know if the phone was going to work. Yeah. We, didn't know, we just called him. Like, this is what we do for you, okay? We just called him randomly. <laughs> on the like, podcast. Is he going to pick it up? Should yeah. We, ha- like, and then right we explained bo- Right on before the he picked up, you were still like, should we even do this? Like, Should, should I just hang, hang up? up? Yeah. I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. He let it ring a long time, too. He might have been nervous, too. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But also, but he let us talk. We told him we were recording for the podcast, whatever. Can we ask you, like, can we ask you about this whole Proud Boys thing, whatever? We kind of got sidetracked into communism with him because yeah. because that's the way Which he just good. he just he's so provocative and he's just constantly just starts little fights with you. So the first thing Van Dad says to him is he's like, "Hey, we're calling uh, our podcast called White Man's Burden. We it's about uh, colonial history. We think the British fucked up the world and we're still living in the legacy of colonialism and slavery, whatever, something like that." And 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 Gavin just goes, "Wow, you you have a <laughs> wow. You, uh, how do you like living in a clean country uh, where you have rights? Why don't you stop complaining about that?" Yeah, it's like you guys are fucking. <laughs> He's like you're uh, living here, aren't you hypocrites? That's yeah, yeah, hypocrite. Hypocrites. You're fucking living here, right? So shut I the fuck up. Yeah. we both laughed. It was funny. <laughs> it, it, it's he. It's just funny what a what a hick he is a little bit, but it's also it is like an. Overs- his smarts aren't so much in what he's saying. His smarts are his ability to a get shit done because he's putting all this work and creating all these things. Done. But also his ability of like, he's just good at talking. Like not even what he's saying. He's just good at like the actual. That's an art by itself. Do these right wing people, to, like you just said, like steer a conversation a certain way. He's good. Kind of how to he's word said, your I was thoughts. Telling Sam Black Gold Six Six Six. He's well spoken. I was he's telling very Black well Gold Six 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 this quick. about Jordan Peterson too. Jordan Peterson and him, all these right wing guys. He's a psychology professor. He psychology has professor. to know how to fucking. The, but also, la- well, you got to understand, language is a uh, uh, program. Like it's programming. Yeah, yeah, you know no, what I mean? language no, but, but, but is programmed, the thing so things you say change things in people's minds and get a certain yeah, reaction man. out. Dude, it's a war of ideas. They're good at it, whether we're they know they're war. doing it, and they're studying techniques, or they're subconsciously doing it because no, no, no. But Vanda, we're fighting a war of ideas, and these right wing guys played a fucking win. Yeah, the lefties come to a debate and they're like, "Okay, I have all my research is perfect, and I did all the re- I I did my due diligence, and the- they're thinking about it like that." These right wing guys at like Gavin, it's like I win the debate. 
I'm do I'm gonna do a pro gun thing. I'm gonna do an anti-abortion thing, and I'm gonna win. I don't care if I gotta cherry pick. If I gotta play it this way, I don't care. But I'm winning this fucking debate. I don't think lefties have that. Lefties get lefties use like they do all this research. They bring the facts, and then at some point they just go, ah, ah, I can't take this anymore. Well, like, like I can't I, even debate I, with this guy because he's like willing to do anything. I voted once thought. so far. Have you voted? What, what do you mean? Have yeah, you voted I, like yeah. federally? Yeah, I you vote, vote every year. Yeah, I think I've I vo- vote every year, but I'm not once, every once year. or twice. Yeah, but I've that's it. I've like made. I actually have written letters to politicians a little bit, but like not enough. Like, but you're politically more active than everyone else. Most, and that's but you know like millennials are but saying. I'm even like not nearly enough. If you want to like get you done, but I'm trying to do it with my comedy and with this, you know. And I think we're doing more like, with something like this because voting. I, I saw this great millennial meme. And these but the point is, most people aren't even voting. Most people aren't even voting. I know. And these I'm millennials are radicals. Shit. These millennials are the first people to be like, "Fuck your voting. It's bullshit." <laughs> when I first heard that, I was like, "You guys are going." No, listen. Far. Don't get it twisted. But some they have listen. A point. Some of them are saying that, but they're also the most ready and voting conscious generation that's coming up. Dude, they're radicals. I mean, it's baby. not. It's not a large. Like the millennials are gonna vote. No, but Vanda, this is what I'm they're saying. They're gonna vote no, no, in listen, huge listen, numbers. Let, let, let me make they're this gonna point. save but, voting. But, it's, it's our generation that's no, not no, no, voting. No, no, no. Let me make this point though. What the person who put the t- meme up? They'll that say said, things like that too. No, no, hold too. on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Let me make a point. The person who put up the meme saying "fuck your voting." Yeah. It was a very well thought out argument of why today's system of voting needs to be changed too. Yeah. So they weren't saying "fuck your vote." I didn't vote. But they were saying, yeah, I, I know you're saying voter apathy. Let's look at why people are apathetic yeah. about voting. Because yeah. actually, it doesn't fucking do anything. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bullshit old systems. We're supposed to have, like, Trudeau was supposed to modernize it a little bit, and he didn't even fucking do it. Yeah. So their point, like, they actually were politically active. In a, e- even more in a way. So they yeah. were saying, they weren't even saying the meme, the, the, the millennial comeback was it or not millennial or like yeah, yeah, this yeah. lefty comeback wasn't just like fuck you're voting i'm not voting yeah i just it was wanted like, to make it seem like they're not important. gonna vote or no like, no no voting is important anything, they're voting more than we are let's like, go a little more than voting yeah and make sure that people aren't apathetic about this because it's bullshit yeah because yeah. the si- like what what is the I mean, system of voting fucking, did you see all this shit with <laughs> did you see did you watch mike pence having to swear in the first hijabi recently and have transgendered person. and have transgendered and uh like more women, black you had women. Panic attack? Did you have a panic attack? Was like, I mean, no, you yeah. did. It's three actors, <laughs> and they. <laughs> These people are all in like so much, like so many, like religious groups and all this shit that they they have pageantry down. Like they know how to stand there and say, like, I vow. Like you know, how Mike the, Pence is a pro. You're saying you he's know, a pro. He's he, a, he, yeah, he knows what he's doing. But I yeah, saw some memes, and I didn't see the video fully. But I saw some videos saying like, "Here's Mike Pence tr- uh, swearing in a transgender uh, person," and I just I didn't see like the stupid thing he did. You know what I mean? Like I was. That's what him. I mean. That's what I mean. He just did like he just he did it like a pro. He did, did yeah. He swore him in. He didn't make a face. Like what's he gonna do? He's gonna fucking make a scene and be like, I mean, it, really, if you're gonna do that, you like the. You might as well just be like, at least be like that stupid clerk. You know, the clerk who wouldn't issue, I don't know, hunt like licenses to gay people or whatever. Right. Like, no, you can't go hunting. You're queer or something. It was like marriage license. I'm joking, not hunting. But, <laughs> right. but yeah, like, it's like, yeah, he might as well be like, I'm going to not do this right now. Just like, when someone goes rogue. Like, when all the cameras are on, be like, no. no and the like, cake I won't do this. Walk away. Dude, Gavin has like drop 20, the Bible, like, do a Bible drop. Places that are like, I'm not making a cake for your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like, like you, queer. Sorry. Or, or like Hobby Lobby. Yeah, they're not allowed. They, yeah, Hobby they, Lobby is allowed to not allow gay people in. Something like and that. And that's like, religious freedom, they're saying. That's what that, that's what that law makes it happen. 
But you know what? Wait till some fucking Muslim, Buddy, Muslim every religious uh, thing you do. There's a Muhammad right behind you saying, yeah. "Okay, my people need it too." <laughs> Sharia, Sharia, Sharia. Sharia. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. Sharia, exactly. bitch. In Sharia your ass. school, dude. Ooh. Fucking Jordan Peterson. He's sneaking so much religion into U of T. <laughs> okay. He doesn't realize. Okay, I need Habibi, Habibi, but right behind you, Mr. Peterson. <laughs> Habibi, right behind you with the Sharia law, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, he comes in, dude. He doesn't understand. These people, these right-wing maniacs don't understand. You're making the way for this Sharia law. This is a law. self-fulfilling prophecy, it's man. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. He doesn't want the Muslims. He doesn't want the commies. Well, guess what? Commie professors, now they're openly commie. They, didn't, they used to just be a professor who happened to be into certain views. But you know what? Mr. Peterson made a list to out them, didn't he? So now they had to rep being commie. They became double-down commie. It's so commie that they start taking no, no, over. They, dude, she's going to become a commie school. Peterson become a Gavin, Muslim commie school. Gavin McInnes is making me want to be like, fuck you, I'm a communist, goddammit. Yeah. What is this? You know what you are? You're Catch a Fire. The guy in Catch a Fire, <laughs> okay? He's a South African guy. He's literally a good boy. He's like, he teaches the kids how to play <laughs> soccer. And he's like, he's like, he's getting called, like, he's getting called bad words in the streets of Johannesburg or whatever. And. He's still like a good boy, and he's no. We just got his 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 uh, wife uh, and, and grandma are listening to the rebel radio, and he's like, "Turn that off. That's nonsense or whatever." <laughs> then one day, the popo come round, and they think because he's a black man, in South Africa or whatever, he's who they're looking for. They beat the fuck out of him. They torture him for a week, thinking he's a terrorist. They go. They like. I'm pretty sure they put a gun up to his like w- wife's head, like you fucking tell us, or we'll kill her too, right now, whatever. Yeah. So now his then he gets out, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, false alarm. It wasn't you. It was the other guy, or yeah. whatever." But then he goes and he joins the fucking rebel of army, course. and yeah, of course. Sorry, I, so I, I was I watching took, the Vietnam. I took War. way too long to say. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, just, uh, I thought it was gonna come out funny. We're but very tangential. It's fine though. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I, yeah. I this is my life. Look, this is me in conversation. This is me on like. If you're listening to this, tell us if we're not explaining our. Bits enough. Yes. Sometimes we will, sometimes we won't. You know, just no, we'll, we'll, I mean, it's something that maybe we got to always message us, comment us, and we'll I tell you it. everything. If I get but, uh, it, someone. But yeah, he becomes a terrorist. Like, he be, or not yeah. terrorist, not terrorist, freedom fighter for uh, Nelson Dude, Mandela the Vietnam War documentary. But I mean, like, half the characters of that. It's I was all watching it. At, so, so I was doing absolute uh, comedy in Kings, uh, Kingston with Nick Randall, with mm-hmm. Randallson, right? So he's just like walking around in the background, and at one point, this Vietnamese guy is like, uh, uh, no, the voiceover, Ken Burns, is like, so they captured him and tortured his family in front of him until they died. And then Nick Reynolds like, yeah, that guy's joining the cause. And then the of next course. line was, and then he became, uh, he enlisted in the army the next day. Like, Reynolds <laughs> yeah, called yeah. it. And then the voiceover was like, he enlisted in the, he enlisted in the, in the no, it was, uh, he, was on, he was on the Viet Cong, I think. I don't remember exactly the character, but he became a general. Yeah. He became like the top. He dog. went dude, hardcore, dude. He he he, he was like he wasn't just some dude who's like I need a little bit of money. These guys might win. I'll join. He was like I'm in this. They fucked me. I'll fuck them. Dude, like, it's it's, real it's hardcore. I was telling it. you, there's like three acts in the general. movie to go into the second act of a movie. Something ha- it's like there's an inciting incident. This is when Luke just wants to go to Tashi Station and pick up energy converters, but he comes home and Aunt Baru and his and Uncle Owen have Everyone's been fucking day. slaughtered. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mommy, dad, no, mommy, no, daddy, no whiskey soda. Yo, yo, this week I saw this Patel comic from the states, Nimesh Patel. Yo, my Patel brother, dead. He oh. did, he did, he did a show at uh, at some university. And ten minutes, fifteen minutes in, he does the most progressive joke. I might have seen this. Yeah, uh, Brandon Ash Muhammad has like a similar premise. To, uh, dude, I gotta talk to Brandon Ash Muhammad about like this is okay because he basically does a gay joke and it's such a banger. 
he does a gay joke where he's like, he, he's like, I know being gay can't be a choice because I know uh, gay black dudes, and no one would double down on that oppression. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really a good. tight joke. Very Even amazing. Joe Rogan was like, d- was laughing. He's like, that's hilarious. So this Indian, uh, the South Asian, whatever. Joe Rogan was there. He was because he was doing the roast. Or no, no, no. Joe Rogan brought him in. Oh, okay. So this guy got kicked off of it at a university. So yeah, Joe yeah, Rogan's yeah. like, well, let's talk. Let's, buddy, that gets you on the Joe I Rogan. I listen to this episode. That's Joe how Rogan I know. Radar. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Th- that twenty minute thing of him describing it is so good. But he's basically like, yeah, he's like, he's like, he does that joke early on. He gets to like twenty minutes in at this university, whatever. So he's doing the same joke that Brandon Ash Muhammad has. Not the same joke. I'm saying, but like, like similar, similar premise. Similar, similar premise. Yeah, yeah. Premise is same. It's yeah, kind of yeah. like that one about the middle. Like the Muslims are taking Europe. One yeah, that we both. Yeah, have. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll explain that in a second. But anyway, this one he do, he has it that the, his little joke is like, uh, uh, I know being uh, being gay can't be a choice because I know gay black dudes and nobody would double down on oppression. To me, that's positive. He's brown. He's at the South Asian Alliance. Mm-hmm. Come on! Yeah, I guess he could change the joke to joke to like I know gay brown dudes, but so oh, but, but they anyway, got, they got really pissed. But anyway, then. twenty minutes into a set, he's supposed to do an hour. Twenty minutes, they into cut set, him. Yeah, the the three the three organizers of the South Asian Alliance, whatever, it's they over. just walk on stage and they're like, "So you have to leave now." <laughs> he's like, "Why? What happened?" He's like, and then they were like, oh, "It's it's funny, like it's funny how they." How, and, and then he was saying that he's getting a lot of messages from people even in the organization saying like, "Hey man, we thought you were great." I'm yeah, so they're like, "That's fine." Yeah. We thought you were amazing, but like these guys, but someone was offended. They t- just kicked him off. Yeah, my Patel, even pa- brother Patel dead. Even my Patel brother dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, like, I watched it. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I could have done the joke. Like I do jokes like that, and people are proud of me. Yeah, people are like, hey, great set. Like I'll do a joke like that. I feel like yeah, at Crimson Wave, at yeah. like a feminist show. Yeah, and the feminists and everyone, all the SJW, like all the left wing people, smart ones, who yeah. we are, like I feel like we're down with. And yeah, who are our friends are like, fuck, that's a tight bit, baby. They love it because what that joke, what it means is, um, I mean, he's calling out the fact that these minorities are oppressed. Yeah, I do right? that all the time. I, I, I basically had like, there's not really like many n-word jokes that I'll do anymore. Like I won't on stage. But I had certain jokes, like, with the N-word in it. And, yeah, I'd do it in front of all black crowds and stuff. They'd, like, love it. You know what I mean? I'm sure not It's not everyone's homogeneous. Like, people have different opinions. You know what I mean? But I'm not doing it in front of, like, old black people. I'm doing it in front of, like, okay. when someone got like, mad, like, I'm doing it. Oh, this is, there, there's too many to, like, there's different ones. There's different times. But, like, yeah. like, when I'm doing it to, like, hood people, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm using that term even, like, weirdly, too. But, like, just, like, chill, like, that, that demographic – Loves it because I grew up in that environment. I like I talk like that. You know what I mean. Uh, this is, uh, I think a lot of times where I'm so like blah, 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 and I kind of am so like weird with my talking speech patterns is because I, I I have like three different like syntaxes in my head and I'm always like which one am I using right now? Okay, you have a Persian, like, you have a white, and then you have like, have like a, 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 a black. Just like it's not even because black. It's, it's like Toronto. It's like Toronto kind of like ghetto slang. Like it's it's like rapper slang. It's Indian. Slang. It's Indian. It's it's Punjabi. It's fucking black. It's it, but even black. It's like Jamaican with like Wallahi too. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not I even the same. I love None Wallahi. of it's the same. It's all it's Toronto. Like it's a Toronto. Chinese people say it. It's like, a multicultural. If you're actually hanging out with any it's of like, those like, groups, it? God is great. It's, it's they're like that all saying of. everything all the time. And yeah. so, but I had this one joke that was like, and it was literally about like me being called the N word like a bunch of times by accident on Halloween because I was the devil and I had this dark, dark red face paint, okay, with horns, devil horns and fucking uh, the big beard and like super sick devil in a suit. I was a businessman devil, whatever, but it's like really dark. I'm outside and uh, cars would just 
honk at me and call me the N-word all night. Like, different parts of Halifax, not the same car. No. Just all night, it was either the N-word or they'd be, and a few times, they would be like, fuck you, Obama. They'd call me, they'd yell Obama at me. But you're just and I the have, devil. I have horns. The most I could wrap my head around it, the men, <laughs> is like, maybe because it's like, it's red face paint in the dark at night, so maybe it looks like black. And then so, but at, still, it's like you got a dude with devil horns. Let's say you don't see the devil horns. You got a black dude in a suit, and you're just yelling the N-word at him, and you're yelling Obama at him. So either way, it's a bad on Halifax. It's a bad can I, can drunken I give you a bunch of hicks. Can yeah. I give you a theory? Please. Can I give you a theory? Maybe some people are so racist that when they see the devil, they just say, hey, it's a Muslim. Like, yeah. <laughs> they, they <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They see, like, like, like they, see, they see the devil, and to them, evil is like, oh, yeah, damn, it's a feminist yeah. or something. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. Just, it's they the, don't it's the bad thing. They don't, they see, they just see, like, the, the devil to them is, like, all of these people. Well, it's like that whole thing where you, if you f- uh, flash uh, these images, they flash these images, blah, 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 of, like, different people with, uh, like, a black guy and white guy in different situations with, like, a weapon pointed in one or the other direction. Like, so sometimes it'd be, like, the black guy with the weapon. Sometimes it'd be the white guy with the weapon. Uh, and they did it to a bunch of people, black and white. Both of you, like, what do you think? And, like, most people just saw the black man with the weapon and the uh, pointed at the, the white guy. Like, most of the time, even when it was the white guy with the weapon pointed at the black guy, they saw it as the black guy with the weapon. Whoa. We, can't, just, we can't trust any crime scene fucking witnesses now. Like, <laughs> based on this. you can tr- – like, that's why crime scene witnesses get uh, their story asked from them, like, 50 times or whatever, depending on how important the case is. And it has to be the exact – and any inconsistencies – they have to go through and whatever, and you have to get the same story exactly. The details matter. Yeah, every little detail has to be the same because, like, people see things differently too. Like, people will literally see things differently. I don't know how else to explain that because it sounds so like fucked up, but you'll see something just slightly different than how it actually happened because your mind is like, there's like the info your eyes and senses grab, and then even though it's lightning fast, it's still a process of getting organized in one central place and then put to your brain yeah or and then but before or put to your your the part of it you get but before that in that central organizing part of it there's a checkpoint and brother that checkpoint whether it's meant to be uh unbiased or not it can develop biases that checkpoint 100 dude be like oh oh, you oh no over this just shred that part send it in black man with a gun towards a white guy send it in yeah, you, that's you, why you get those those cops who are like, I don't know, I just saw this big black. He's like, he's like a sixteen year old kid. Yeah, he's tall. Yeah, he's big. You guys used to breed them to be big. Like he, he's big, so he's a big guy. He he was he. Someone made him to fucking uh make a f- yeah whatever like like the, but the, the way this this cop someone remembers it, made him for generations like to fucking out. but yeah but it's like it's like oh, I think it had a weapon. Oh, I saw a weapon. It's like he probably had a cell phone in his hand. The kid had Skittles. Trayvon Martin's a little. Little fucking short kid with a little hoodie on. He had Skittles. Oh, he had a weapon. Oh, my God. It's always like, oh, they're so scary because they're seeing it as like, they're seeing black as like, <sighs> like, there's literally. Yeah, dude. It's like when they saw the devil and they're like, hey, go back to Pakistan. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it back <laughs> to like, me. But, dude, uh, bre- uh, back I'm, to that, I'm, but I'm I told that devil. joke and I've, you know, it's not a joke that I would just tell at any show and it's a joke that is a cool audience and whatever and hip place, you know, big, this nice, very uh, nice place in Toronto and I did it and. 
literally it was like there was a little bit of tenseness of just like a uh, few of the comics being like oh my god fuck what do you say but then it was yeah it was i mean look that art guy that organizer just like the organizers for the this guy's show he was like nope you know and he just saw it as like that's it it's racist and we're just we can't have this as our corporation can't have this here right. and so they uh yeah, they're like he's a de- like basically they were like hey um but like the art organizer was really pissed at that he left can you like maybe write him an email and say you're sorry or whatever I did the they made me go back on stage this is the weirdest thing they made me go back on stage they're like oh Vanda's gonna come back for a second uh and he but he he didn't say like what context so I'm coming out back to a stage to the whole room applauding like they thought that I, they were getting bonus time with Vandad. Like the whole room's like, yeah. And what, you go up and do an and apology? I, and I had to be like, uh, no, guys, actually, don't, uh, don't clap. I, I just want to say that I am very sorry for using the word that I used. I won't repeat the word. You know what I mean? It was a context of the. I didn't actually. I didn't do any of that in my head. I wanted to, but I didn't explain anything of like context because I was like, I'm very sorry. Uh, they've made it clear to me that uh, nothing like this will be said in this place ever again. Like, have a good night. Blah blah blah. People were like. Wow, what a buzzkill. But they were all coming up to me being like, dude, what the fuck happened? Like, you were so funny. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I I was doing a joke about how fucked up it is that people are just, like, racist still. Buddy, my name is Patel um, dead. You dead. Yeah, de- like, they're yelling this at me. And it's not because, oh, boo-hoo, me. It's like, wow. Like, I literally am getting the tiniest little glimpse for a Halloween, freaky Halloween night for me is, yeah. like, living someone's, like, kind of existence of just being yelled, whatever, like, worse. I'm lucky they didn't try to lynch me or something. But, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it was it was a fucked up experience, and, you know, it's a joke. I tried to make it into a funny thing because we do take things from our That's lives our job. in comedy to try to make it funny and That's to try job. to heal people. And ultimately, I'm n- nowhere in, in my head, like, I'm not, like, profanely trying to hurt anyone with words or yeah. it's not shock comedy it's literally like this is something that happened in my life and whatever and that's fine and i get that i sh- i don't need to tell jokes with a, a certain word in it or whatever fine, yeah i will say that that set i said like a bunch of other words about a bunch of different things and it didn't matter you no, know what i mean but but the n-word was like stop that yeah and it's like that's fine and maybe some other group will care more about another word or whatever right, but right, 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 right. words man they're words what is was the intent? White, was it a white person or a black person? It was a black person. I will say that. Okay. You know what? I will say that now. Fair then. I mean, like what can you it's do? yeah. Of course, that's why I was just totally just. No, I'm not going to argue. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. It's tough. It's tough. Well, I mean, I mean, this goes back to the symbols we're talking about. Back to the hope diamond. Back to the croissant. That's like this is the this is your moon and we eat it. Like croissant is supposed to be this crescent from the from the Muslim uh, like symbol. Yeah, um, the moon. Yeah, the moon. The, the moon. Um, but that's interesting. That I had no idea. Uh, you got the hope diamond. You got you got these the fascist symbol. Um, I think but you a lot, have, a lot you of people have are words using too. these words. words as this symbol. Words are the like, symbol. Yeah. This is a this is a reminder of something that uh, that bo- the chocolate hands you're talking about. Yeah. See, uh, but the doing it with the word like not saying a word to me is like <sighs> like not calling anyone something is like is important is what you need to do but like not using a word it's like the the people who are the okay in this case yeah it was a black person okay cool and i didn't argue with the words i'm in their house through the art director now not everyone's gonna agree the same way just because they're black like if or just because they're whatever but but like okay just banning words in general like 
the people who are the most more more against using the word than black people in general, honestly, are like the super ultra racists. Like they want it fully never allowed. Like you'll never hear Mitt Romney say the N word, but Mitt Romney's uh, um, family. And every year they go multiple times. They have, they a, have ranch a hunting called ranch called Niggerhead Ranch. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. White men's burn said it, but that's the name of the ranch, okay? Yeah. That's where they go hunting, okay? Well, like so what is the story. problem? It's like, it's, like, it's like that doesn't go anywhere. Those ranches still exist. The people who were bred to be that lifestyle of, like, we kill them. Yeah. We kill them and we put them up. We, those people are still the people in charge. So... Can we focus on getting shit done and then live in a utopia where no bad words get said? I agree with you. Like, like, like do you know what I mean? Is, intent is more important. Forget about I mean, that. I'm just saying we have work to do on the real issues. Yeah. Like, this, the, the KKK people are still in power, whether they're called KKK you or not. You mean head of diversity training? Sorry. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> I Amish. Love that no, joke. don't be sorry. Exactly. <laughs> that joke is so good. Amish, the, Amish. The, head of the KKK is like, uh, if, d- d- director of diversity now? That's what. If That's my black do. friends or my friends, poor friends, my my ethnic friends, whatever, pe- Persians in America or the world can just get slaughtered with impunity, I'm way more I I'd, I'd love if that if that fucking person person slaughtering them wasn't yeah. allowed to slaughter them, but just like yelled a word. I would love that alternative lifestyle. Can oh. we go to you know like what I mean? Dream. If they can't just start killing these, buddy, if they can, that sounds like a dream. If so, they stop killing all these kids on the street, like it's nothing, but they're just really, really rude. Sorry, I'm not in a position to make that trade, but I would. People get to I'd be alive, that button. And, but there's zero censorship. Yeah, people get to be alive. Though. Yeah, people get to like not. They be get slaves. to live their lives and be alive. That's a good point. I mean, listen, man, this like, is this is what happens with the Gavin McInnes conversation we had last week. People are telling me, why'd you even talk to him? The first time, and the first time, dude, Jason Jones did his show. Like, all these Toronto comics did Gavin McInnes' show. Gavin McInnes was the head of Vice. He goes, starts becoming this right-wing dude. Early on, we all did his show. This is like a couple of years ago, we all did his show. And then he goes more right-wing. And 70% of the people that I tell that, like, we interviewed Gavin McInnes, and, like, and we gave him shit. We gave him shit. We're keeping a dialogue open with a guy who has this giant following. And who the fuck knows what they're doing? They're going more and more into their right wing underground, crazy which shit. is dangerous. Which is dangerous, right? You so need to let them be on the stupid YouTube and whatever, them, so that we're keeping them sane. We need to keep them sane. We need to be like, hey, don't bro, like, go fucking nuts. I just want to point out, I'm not trying to die on some cross for like the N word or whatever, and no. like, the, it, oh, it's all like, it's di- like that's just the example from what uh, happened to me in my comedy, and right, it, right, right. it could be anything. But yeah, the not being able to talk, like. It's almost like okay, okay. Let's let's take let's use another example or whatever. It's like okay, we've talked about this kind of before too. It's like Trump winning, right? Yeah. Trump winning. How did it happen? Should have been her. All this. I'm you know Hillary. It's like whatever. Like how did it happen? You oh my God! It could have never happened. It was never supposed to happen. It was all a joke. It's like you live theory. in a bubble. You bubble yourself up and you say these are the things that are important to me, which are very important. Not microaggressioning, bad, like, these words are important. It's not that they're not. It's not like, oh, yeah. say it all the time. But, like, those are the issues, and everyone needs to think like me, and da 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 So you just surround yourself. You don't reach across. You don't know what's really on the other side, yeah. right? 
you do that, and then the and then the Trumps win, and the whatevers win, right? You know, you know the joke that I'm trying to do about this is like basically when Trump started going into the election, all these lefties were like, "Don't look at him, don't look, Just at, don't him. look at him." And that's a good strategy for a ghost because yeah. with a ghost, I've never been attacked. Like that's what you do when you think there's a ghost in your room. You just like, eh. you just like, like I've never thought there was a ghost. Get in quiet room, and like look in the corner, and then just f- fall asleep. But these right wing people, they fucking multiply. Every time you look back, there's more kids, there's yeah. more power, there's more numbers. Dude, Gavin, you when when I did his show, them. his Proud Boys was like a dumb joke that they were doing. And That's how it started. It started, it started, started like a as a joke, right? Joke to get their friend Dude, late or whatever. Later, now it's being chapters. called a hate, hate organization. Chapters? Bro, dude, it was just like it's Fight Club. The it's Proud like Boys a, was like a, like a, like a, when I did his show, it was like the losers who called in. He was actually very nice to me, but then these guys would call in and be like, he, someone said like, "Oh, uh, Gavin, is, is it okay to take a nap?" And he's like, "Stop being a goddamn worthless loser. Get yeah. your shit together." And so, like, it was, the Proud Boys was like him screaming at people yeah. to get their shit together, and not be losers or whatever. Yeah. Right? So like, late. so, like, Jordan Peterson's a little older or whatever, more academia. He's like, you should clean your room and be blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This guy's like, don't be a fucking loser. The chads are like, back you then, should fucking buff up and get laid. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was don't like be that. a fucking. Back then, the way I described it to people was, like, the Proud Boys was, uh, the only thing I knew about them was they're not allowed to masturbate, and they kind of get into fights. Like, even back then, <laughs> I heard that they kind of get into these. Well, you got a bunch go of dudes for... trying to be macho all yeah. wearing, uh, like, similar outfits all together in America, especially, yeah. it's like someone's gonna check them on their shit. But I told I told another comic you don't that just go around like that, like yeah, not no. getting checked. Someone's I, gonna be like, "Hey, I what's up?" I told someone that the two rules are like no masturbating. Do you actually and they, bang it down or what? Like, yeah. what's going on here? I told someone that the, the two rules are like no masturbating, and they keep getting into fights. And then the, the first thought was like, "Well, just masturbate then." Like you're just holding in some pent up frustration here. You're getting into fight. Just just jerk off, man. The It'll thing, be so. It's so much nicer to just masturbate. It one just time. I just I, I I think I found a kind of way to word, but it just people. We're very – I'm sorry, guys. Like, I live in the greatest city in the world, Toronto. I want to live other places. I want to fucking travel the world ten times. But I, this is the best place in the world. This is, like, fucking – it has a lot of problems. But so far, it's, like, pretty much, like, the coolest it's city. It's the best place whatever, ever made. Really? And But we are spoiled, guys. We are spoiled. New York, you're spoiled. Chicago, white Chicago. I'm not talking to fucking Chirac. Like, your guys are not spoiled. You're good. But a lot of us in these liberal bubbles are very spoiled, and we want utopia now. So we do focus on, like, you got to, like, look. Like the thing that bothers us. You identify as this pronoun, that type of person. That That's so beautiful that you have the luxury and you were able to figure that out. Uh, and that's amazing, right? Uh, and... Like it's hopefully everyone like understands it more often and uses yeah. the right term or whatever. But I'm sorry, like 99% of the world so far has no clue what any of this is. And they're dealing with like living or not being bombed or some fucking savage, like lack of. Yeah. But what, what is one have to do the other? Can we fix both? Or We like, can what? fix everything, but we have, we can't pretend like it's already fixed. Like people, I'm just and I'm not going. It's not about the gender stuff specifically. It's just people assume every like in North America when in these spoiled areas, we think everyone thinks like us. Everyone yeah. should know all this stuff. It's like people have no idea they're dealing with other shit. You know what I mean? Oh, I see what you're saying. I, you're saying basically it's just like not we're realistic. We're and mad, you get, and then you get mad at all these like some like dumb like white guy who doesn't know or no, whatever. No, or, or, or you get some mad dude. at, at, at like this Nimesh Patel, let's say, yeah. for like doing that joke, and it's like you kicked him off stage twenty minutes in. Like, tell him, just 
like the, he said the crowd was fine and then and then it, there's this footage of it online he said like the crowd was great like they were into it i guess one person was offended so they took this guy off stage out of Portel Brother Day. Well, it was a school, right? It was a school, yeah. The school just wasn't taking any risks, I feel like. like you know, Whatever it is. I think the, someone complained, whatever. Yeah. But but the point is, is to, to, to your point, it's not specifically about transgendered issues or any specific one. It's about just like like telling someone like this is what – like most people don't know anything about politics. And a lot of times a lefty will be like, you're a racist. And it's like yeah. that guy didn't know yet. Like people, like there's some white guys that don't know, like, like and all remember, people, dude. A yeah. lot of immigrants, like, like immigrants, are immigrants, like they don't know these yeah. things. And this is what I'm saying, like we assume that everyone thinks and talks like us because we're too insular, yeah. right? Not me, but like people dude. are like that. A lot of it's, you know what? I'm gonna call it out right now. A lot of it, I don't care which of these demographics it is. It's literally people who aren't from the city who fucking like they were oppressed somewhere else and like really repressed. And then they come here a lot of times and then they're hitting it all. At, like I fucking went through a million phases, right? I grew up in the coolest city of the world. I'm spoiled. But, but these people who come from like other places, they were all repressed. They discovering themselves now here. Oh, so exciting. I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm whatever. It's great. But then you just like expect everyone to be like, just as like excited people here. Like it's like, it's over. It's not a big deal. Like none of the shit's a big deal. You know what I mean? It is I'm not trivializing, but. Yeah, man, I see. I just see people like so innocently like stumble into landmines. You ever see that? Oh my god! Where they just kind of say, "Oh no, I did, but I didn't." And then it's like, "Oh, you're this? Oh my god! Well then, no, I I think you should blah blah blah." It's like it's so like, sad when like, like a I white... just no, I just uh, I just I have no no. And they're like, "You're a racist." Like I know. No, I'm not. I just never knew anyone from anywhere Dude, else. One like, time I saw a white woman got call, like a white liberal woman got called a racist. She looked like she almost had a heart attack. She almost had a panic attack on the street. And here's the She couldn't take it. And she, it was such a mistake. Like, she was going out of her way to be liberal, and then she said the wrong thing. And then someone was like, yeah, that's fucking racist. You're yeah. a racist. And she was like, oh, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Like, and here, and so here's bad. the thing. Like, we're almost there. Like, the, uh, the reason I'm saying all of this, I swear, is because, like, look, all of that, it creates this, like, when you have that expectation, you have that anger that they don't know, you fucking calling people Hitler all the time. It become is just like we just said on the left, or like, hey, you call me a terrorist, like this guy, you call this guy a terrorist, he becomes a freedom fighter, terrorist, or whatever. It's you call them Hitlers, you call them fascists, you call them like this, yeah. you you put that, they become it, they literally become it. Like they're like, oh yeah, they become an incel, they become a. Yeah. Oh, well, you, you, well, you, know, you know, know what I think? You're not, the guy's not getting laid. You know what He's I going crazy. And, and just to, just to not put all the blame of that on the left. I feel like these right-wing people both. have been it's calling both. people communists for so long that, they're that I think communists. a lot of people are like, you know what? Fucking, you're a fucking Nazi then. Yeah. Like, you're going to go that extreme with me? You know what? I'm a goddamn commie, and it's, from where it's, I'm it's, standing, you're a fucking fascist. I obviously, think a lot I'm left-wing, not right-wing, but it's not about blame. It's literally both sides are so bad at doing this. So polarized right now. Like, it's so polarized. And I we, like where we and are in white man's love, burden. We love to push each other away. That's the problem. I know, I know. And, I, and we're not no... We're not and like I'm not. David, I won't push anyone away. No, we don't push anyone away. I you think call white in, man's burden, our us. voice specifically, and we're, we're basically, what we're doing is we're having a conversation about our voice right now. Basically, most of our guests are going to be white men. <laughs> Like, well, I, no. they, we're not going to, like, We need a not. lot of them to tell us what's going what, what they think. Well, like, I need to keep tabs out. on these right-wing maniacs, too. Man, I got to All these guys are like, uh, uh, the Muslims are taking your... I, I need to know all the racist shit they're saying. Yeah. Let's hear it. You know? I've been going... I've been checking out all lefty, super ultra, like, communist like the, stuff, but also, like, super right-wing, like, hate stuff since I was a kid. Like, since I was, like, since the internet existed. Oh, wait, are we going to talk about the in- weather? 
I want to get like, into it, baby. Since the internet existed, like early internet, I went to all those websites a million times. Dude, like everyone's an undercover Gavin McInnes fan. You know how many undercover dudes? Dude, every dude is an undercover Gavin McInnes fan. No, but I had to like, cause I, I literally, I went to, I, I moved to Texas for like two, three months. I ended up moving back. I didn't like it when I was like grade eight. I literally was having a heart attack in the middle of Texas. I thought I was going to, you know, I saw movies of uh, a million movies of KKK and all this shit. Like, I thought that shit, and it was out there. I actually saw a burnt out cross when I was there. It was really terrifying. Oh, my God. uh, In Texas? Yeah, not while I was being lit, but I saw it, like, the next day. Yeah, my friends showed me. It was super fucked up. I forgot about that. Yeah. Were they trying to fuck with someone? What? Were they trying to tell someone? No, my friends, like, knew where the kkk had like done it and they like oh they just did it on their own property as like a hey let's do a celebration here they uh no or did they, they go no, to someone's house no they did it, it to someone's house oh yeah. my god yeah 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 in what year was this 1990s no this is like uh yeah i guess like 1990 no no, no 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 2002 2002 oh one year anniversary of 9-11 um so anyways yeah i yeah that's really fucked up but uh oh, it was on the one year anniversary i was, I was terrified so when i was there i was like looking into their like local like chapter KKK shit just so I could like keep tabs and like know like who the fuck to look out for and shit. Dude, some lefties get mad at you for even just talking to people. I think our voice, dude, on this podcast is we need to find a way to do this without becoming like a David Rubin. Because to me, David Rubin is such a snitch. He's such an undercover. Like he's he. Have you seen David Rubin show? Like Einstein's? No, David Rubin. I'm talking about David. No, uh, the Rubin Report. Oh no. So he's basically like he tours with the Jordan Peterson now. He's a right wing guy now. But he opens, dude. He's making two hundred fifty thousand. Great money. I was Patreon. just thinking, great money. Oh my god. He's huge, right? So he he's gay. Yeah, we thought the same thing. He used to be Kismet. For, oh my god, Kismet. So he used to work with uh, Larry King. Mm. He became this right wing guy, but he's gay. So at the to open every single podcast, oh, that's dude. Bonus. They it's love bonus, that. right? So they hey, love new Milo when they get Milo's a out. What dude. Happened to Milo, why is he out? I'll explain that in a second. A but it's almost like when brown or black people, when even Gavin McInnes. They conservatives love getting a brown or black person to come over and be Prager like, Prager you, Prager you. They love getting a brown or black person to be like, yeah, my people are lazy. My people are uh, should be grateful for the British. Like yeah, they love yeah, that. They love that. Dude, I could be on Fox News tomorrow. Oh, yeah, we should. We should. If I just go say some racist shit, we got to do it. But they'll only put you on if you say racist shit. If you're a lefty, they don't know to tell them you'll say whatever you want. But when you're there, don't. That's some hard. Okay, so white you know, man's burden. Worst case, they burden. they can cut it or whatever, cut you off live. Oh, that'd be so hot. That'd be so hot. But you we have got to be, cut off. You have to be Mike Instagramming the whole time. You have to be Instagramming the whole time. Yeah, Mike cut live on Fox News, baby boy. That would be a banger. dude. Oh my god. No, but Vanda, that's we'll get our work visa. Then, that's the kind baby. of shit we got to do. We got to show yeah. that we are that boy because Dave Rubin, the Rubin Report, he opens every episode with like, "Hey everyone," uh, he does his monologue. It's every, it's the same fucking monologue every time. He's like, "I used to be on the left, but they're too out of control now with the SJWs and the university campus. Even as a gay man, I can't take it anymore. So now I'm conservative. I'm a good boy and give me money, please." It's basically, dude. Every episode, he does a five minute monologue like that. Like, wow. I used to be on the left, but I saw the light, and now I'm conservative. Like, you guys, I just want to be a free thinker. And even though I'm gay, I'm still here supporting the right-wing team. Like, it's like, fuck off, dude. You're so fake. It's so fake, man. And now he tours. He used to be a comedian. Now he does this right-wing college. I was joking with Danny Polchuk, too, our, our buddy who's a big Jordan Peterson fan. I was like, dude, you keep doing these right-wing moves, you're going to be on some Steven Crowder college campus tour. You don't get to do stand-up comedy anymore. Yeah. A lot of comedy clubs are like, yeah, no, we don't want to put you on. They don't – people don't like it in the cities. They don't like, like, hard right-wing shit. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Like, they don't like – But they can sell out their own theaters and shit. Well, it's the college the campus thing. tour. 
It's yeah. ba- like Dave, dude, Dave Rubin's like, uh, the way he talks about it, he's like, yeah, I do 15 minutes off the top, warm it up, and then Jordan Peterson comes in and does the headline. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the headline of like, of like, they start Clean crying. your room and force monogamy. And, and, and like, dude, they all start crying. Like this guy was saying that he brought his girlfriend. To the to oh to a Jordan Peterson God. show or a, should I call it a rally or a show? I don't yeah, know. Wh- white couples are going, yeah, rally. <laughs> no, but this girl had to break up with him because she and she and because she was like, dude, they all started crying at one point. And, uh, red oh, flag. the girl started bad crying. I thought no, crying the girl wasn't crying. Joy. The oh. men all were crying, and the oh girl sitting God. there like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You fucking losers. So she breaks up with him because red flag, you yeah. idiot. And the guy wrote a whole article about how, like, I went to a Jordan Peterson rally with my girlfriend, but feminism destroyed her mind, so she broke up with me now. You only cry for your dead comrades. <laughs> you cry for daddy. Daddy. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Peterson's crying. Dude, he's probably crying over some communist shit. Yeah. It's propaganda. He's communist. It's, oh. he's probably, dude, he'll, if you bring up communists around him, he'll cry. But if you bring up Nazi shit around him, he's, he's like, that's bad. You know what I mean? It's not like... Yeah. It's not like the end of the world. It's no. not like the things that we're doing no, right now are they, leading yeah, to that. Yeah, they made World War II like this thing of uh, – what did he uh, – he didn't really have an answer when I was like, yo, like, you know, he, he skipped over. He's like, look, Russia, they're, they're evil, okay? I don't give a shit. I just don't give a shit. You're talking about Gavin. Well, yeah, but my question for him was I was like, well, like this whole thing where they equate it, you know, as the same or whatever, like we're saying. It's like they made it look like World War II was the war against the commies and then also the Nazis. That's like what it was doing. the war against the Nazis, bro. Yeah, with and the commies on our side. And if it wasn't for the doing communists, the we would all be doing most of the dying. Oh, he, he did have a good answer. He actually kind of conceded. He said sixty million. He, he said, "Yeah, he's like, yeah, like sixty million of them died." And then I now said, I think subconscious or not subconsciously, subversively, he was also trying to be like, "Yeah, with sixty million of them dying," and he's like, "By their own hand." Like he was kind of. It's like by Stalin. It's like. He probably, if he yeah. had more time, he would have been like, no, the Nazis only killed this many. Stalin killed more of his own people, that whole, whatever. But yeah, yeah. Well, no, I they think, took the I think Gavin and a lot of these guys are going down such a far right-wing rabbit hole that they haven't heard anyone bring up this other point. So we're pushing so, them off. We're pushing them off the platform, so then they got to go underground. And they're getting weird, It's going right? to be like, they're going to try like a fucking Munich beer hall putsch. Like a fucking yeah. Some, now they're gonna it pull does the Nazi look like shit. That. It does look like that. What are you gonna do? You're gonna put him in jail? Why don't you put him in jail for two years like you did Hitler, and then he can re- he can he can write his Mein Kampf, huh? Why don't you do that? You fucking Gavin's idiots. working on a Mein Kampf, maybe. Yeah, that's what they do. That Andre, but we Anders could pull Bre- him back. Anders Breivik had his own Mein Kampf, dude. The sixty million. Do you know that Anders moment? Breivik, the Norwegian guy? Oh no, the guy. There's a movie coming out about him, but I remember this when it happened. So one day, Faithful Day, about four years ago, let's say five. Yeah, I remember this. Uh, one. yeah, uh, he. Set off a few different bombs in central Oslo, okay? Not really, uh, like, more. It was pure distraction. Distraction. Maybe there's a terrorist attack, whatever. So all of central Oslo is where all the cops, like, fucking, every, everyone's locking down central Oslo. Meanwhile, at this remote little island, like this camping island, there's a, there's a, a, um, a fucking youth group rally for the lead the, for the party that's in power in in norway having their having their annual like kids like uh kids camp like the camp for their future leaders and shit uh and this this fucking honors brevet guy scuba di- after he set off those bo- those bombs go off he's on this other side scuba dives to that island with all this shit already set up and whatever dressed in a full uh uh police outfit okay goes and he's like hey there's shit going on in Oslo. They sent me to. They sent me to watch over you. Is everyone okay here? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, just kills 
so many of them. Oh my god! These like kids, like eleven to fifteen or whatever. I remember like, he was like he, he looked like he was like a blonde white Christian guy. Yeah, and the same day he or maybe the day before and he did it in the name of Christianity out, or no? Yeah, he put out the day before or the same day he put out this eight hundred page fucking YouTube manifesto of. The Muslims are taking over, and we're starting the new crusade, and we're go- and it's all crusader imagery with da 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 like crusader. It's like he's like the new. We're bringing the crusade back. The Muslims. He said he's straight up. He's like, this is the leadership in my country. They're all giving it all up to the Muslims and whatever and whatever. And he's like, so I'm wiping out their future leadership. That's why he went and targeted those kids, like all who would be oh the future leadership God. of this leftist. Uh, thing he just wiped them. He's just like you know what's so interesting about that. Gavin and Jordan Peterson, the only thing that they don't agree with on that is the violence. No, is co- well. Did this guy say Muslim or colored? Muslim. Because Ga- that's the one line that Gavin draws is that Maybe, he's like, he's I mean, like we're not we're only listen, Western. Listen, he's not he's not looking for African Christians moving there either. Like he's I'm sure he's against it all. I think it's colored. Like it's it's everything. But he was really strongly going on his like christian evangelical for the pure and the ah it's so it's surprising like, how much gavin thinks like how could someone confuse me for this it's like buddy you're 80 percent yeah you just don't agree on shoot like gavin would never shoot a place yeah he, oh like not to take him literally but obviously like if 800 if the whole Russia just falls into the sea. I would yawn of boredom. It's he like, said that was a joke. Yeah, obviously it's a joke. But everything say it was a joke because neither of us laughed. Of course. So I'm the Gavin call. It's it. fine. Look, we, I, were, we basically a, said it's but a joke. Just, he's joking, but it's it's also you know it's like well okay but it's it's, it's uh, let me you just have ex- to kill the Jews too. Just kill the Jews for the, for the okay. listeners. So in the middle of our podcast, he's talking about how like communism's. Oh, like, like basically, screw the Russians, they're evil, whatever. See, I don't give a fuck what happens to them. If, if all of uh, Russia just falls into the sea, like, quite frankly, I would yawn of boredom. Yeah, and then me and Vanda just didn't – it was silent after that. Like, Because in my laugh. head, I'm like, dude, that's 100 million people. That's like, a what? lot of people. It's, and, I get then, it as a joke. And then Gavin goes, uh, guys, uh, we are joking here. This is a joke. He's like, I obviously don't want to kill all of them, but, you know, whatever. But, th- like, the point is, is that there is a uh, – But they are evil, so. He is openly just saying, like, I care about our team. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about their team. Mm-hmm. I don't care about – and Gavin does have a fear of these – Muslims are taking Europe. He's got a big one of those. He talks to this Tommy Marshall guy over there who's basically fight has been Tommy fighting. Tommy Marshall? You know Tommy Marshall? Like the comic here? No. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah. Okay. But his name's Tommy Marshall. Wrong name. Wrong name possibly. Yeah. Tommy something, but he's, he's like a white guy in England who has been basically just fighting with Muslim groups for 20 years now. Like he went to jail and everything for it, mm. and he keeps coming out with these press releases. He was the he was Crusader like, he was stuff is strong, and that the Crusader stuff is like KKK he's on Vice too. It's all like no, not Vice. He was, all on, he was on Rebel in. Media, mm. that 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 UK guy, mm-hmm. and good friends of Gavin. Sure. So so they're basically just a step away. That's like we're not violent though. But then yeah. his Proud Boys got into a fight. I was trying to read yeah. up on it and read articles like. A lot of like, it's suppressed though too. It's the problem. A lot of it's. Well, it sounds like they showed up. Okay, so here's what happened, I think. Antifa is basically classifying him as a terrorist group. The thing is, it's like... Because he has all the views of this Anders guy. Antifa is decentralized, so it doesn't really mean... It's not like one thing. So I think what it's happened, just though, anyone who <coughs> wants, It's like saying black block. It's anyone who wants to just put on all black and go fucking start breaking shit or wants to do, like, real shit. It's like they could both be that. Uh, there's no rules. Right. Just, 
show up and do this, it. This, uh, so, so, There's so an the obsession article. of like, oh, you sound like Antifa. It's like, oh, the Antifa's going to get you. It's yeah, like, the Antifa's coming. A... They're the communists are coming. Everybody yeah, the com- communists. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking communist, man. It's a free country, bitch. Get out of here. But anyway, <laughs> the, uh, so these guys on New York Times were, were talking about how the, he had a group meeting. He did a – he did, <laughs> dude, these guys uh, – Jordan Peterson does stand-up comedy for fucking nerds in university. Gavin does essentially stand-up comedy for like – Western culture is the best, yeah, right? And yeah. he'll do twenty minutes for them, Woo! right? Yeah, and a bunch a of people are like, "Yeah, laughing." Like it's like comedy or whatever, yeah. right? So he does We're it at the, at, at, the, at the Republican House in like New York City. Yeah. So it's just publicly out there that they're all gonna get meet there and do this like little rally type of I don't know so whatever protesters his, and his shit his come? whatever. So these Antifa guys come, and it looked like the Proud Boys just beat the shit out of them. It's hard to tell, but um, they it's hard to tell if so they want a little skirmish. They they had a little skirmish and that's what's getting that's what he had to like say I'm not part of the group anymore for, because you're already saying all the same shit as these Andrews type of guys like the Muslims are coming and this and that, minus the violence. But then they it got takes, violent. It takes so little. It's like look, nine eleven changed the entire world, right? Yeah. Same with like the Reichstag fire. You know what I mean? Changed the entire world. Like a little thing. Collective trauma. A little thing could just happen. Like oh this thing happened. Oh these people a little bit. Blew this thing up and like it could all doesn't always you know what I mean. But you it, talk about collect we talk like about collective trauma all like, the time. Like uh, what's his name? Uh, Timothy McVeigh, the Oklahoma City bomber. Yeah. That's what he wanted. He, he was one part of these like gun rights, white supremacist like road shows and stuff. And he his job was actually to sell the Turner Diaries, which is this neo Nazi book about like a future when like there's only a few white people left because all the darkies took control, but the few who are left. Take it back and like they just no. yeah of course <laughs> of course what it's like it's this? like porn for fucking these people. It's you the losers Diaries. are not gonna be yeah. able to put, take it that back. Was Timothy McVeigh's job is you to go sell. Now. He sold those at gun shows. He sold that book at gun shows. And in that show, a big spark, a big, a big uh, sort of this happened, and it was a sign to activate all the sleeper cell whites and whatever was the federal government being bombed. Wow. And so Shapiro he went. So then like he this. went and he bombed this federal building, and he was oh trying to. God. He was trying to be the spark to. Ah. Ben Shapiro has a book like this. It's like it's, it's got and a name. Ki- and, and little kids died Glenn in that Beck. building, man. Little kids in fucking daycare and shit died in That's that fucking so building. Bad. And whatever, like, uh, like not to say whatever, but it's like okay, kids are just dying all over the world. Like that's just happening, but. You know what I mean? It's happening when it, it's almost no. The, the tragic thing about I don't these wanna, guys, I don't want it to make it seem like oh, when uh, white people, oh, when North American die is bad. Like oh no, like it does make me sad. But it's a Vietnam documentary. They're beating the shit out of these I mean, white and guys. Those kids actually were multicultural and stuff too, because it's like you know, there's no, but the Vietnam War one, the Vietnam War protest when they're beating the shit out of white people. Yeah. it was. It made me a little extra sad. I was like, this is too much for me. It's just it's not white, even, white people are getting beat up. I know it's, it's funny as a joke. Yeah, and it's hilarious. No, no, it's not even a joke. It's like it's like this is the upper class and they're getting beat up. We're all fucked. It's not even yeah. It's well. I mean, I guess it is then too white too. But like, even if it wasn't, it's more just like when it happens here. It's like yeah, this is the top. If it can happen, yeah. I mean, really, if it can happen there, it can happen here. But when it starts happening here, it's scary. Dude. Those people over the, there in the far world are just gonna start getting liquidated, man. They're yeah. just gonna when it gets really hard here, a little martial law here. We're going to literally be like, what happened to those guys? And they'll be like, don't worry about that now. <laughs> like, yeah. they're just going to be gone. There's no time for that. Man. We had to take the oil. It's literally that scene in uh, in uh, <laughs> in uh, World War Z where they're on some command ship and they're trying to, like, get their shit together as humanity and figure out Patient Z. And it's like they say – someone's like, they say Patient Z could have come from India. And then the other guy's like, 
India is a black hole. <laughs> like, he's just like... <laughs> like, he's like... Like, don't you think for a second we're going to start look poking around India? He's like, that's just gone, dude. Well, that's almost like, like what Churchill did like during World White War II. Like, people out here in the sea, like, yeah. U.S. Navy in the sea trying to command shit. It's like, you're talking India? Oh, well, India, Palestine dead, bro. It's like, like Churchill, it's Churchill when he starved three million people in India, his attitude was like, man, I'm focused on these Nazis, man. Fuck India. Yeah. I don't care. Oh, you mean, you mean like, the, 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 bread, the bread basket? Dude, just keep you mean the bread the coming. Non-white people who were killing. I don't like, care. What, what you yeah, doing? like I'm trying to kill Hitler over here. He, yeah. In his head, I think that's how he justifies it. Yeah. A lot of them are like, well, look, the shit just went down, man. Okay. No, you're but it's also two. like those people aren't human. I don't actually consider them equal humans. So he doesn't care. He doesn't we're, care. we're tallying human deaths here. Come on. Yeah. He yeah. considered the Nazis he was killing still more human because they're like white and. You like, think so? Yeah, dude. European. Yeah. The royal family is fucking. German right now. They're all they're all cousins and related and stuff like that. Yeah, and I mean whatever. Just your common everyday like Brit from Liverpool probably has some sort of cousin from like Germany or France or something. Europeans, everyone's been fucking each other forever. They're neighbors. I bet these Jordan Peterson. It's not like there's been these walls. I bet these Jordan Peterson Churchill, uh, Peterson Gavin Kennis. I bet they watch that. Like they watch pro Churchill stuff and they just come in their pants. Oh, Churchill's probably like they just boy. they blow a load. They blow <laughs> yeah, a they load. love Churchill. Oh, for the, for the, for the They're West. all trying to dress like old Brits now. Well, uh, Gavin they literally is a are. Look. Gavin is his is colonial. his is his colonial look, but the Proud Boys are all wearing Pred Pred Fer, uh, Pe, Fred Perry. They're yeah. like ruined Fred Perry shirts, but they're all wearing the Fred Perry. Fred Perry's like, yo, stop wearing my shirts. Dude. Yeah, but like, yeah, that's all just British <laughs> wannabe shit. So it is, you know, very empire. It's very like Western empire. Yeah, 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 no. No, dude, we are not off topic talking about him and no, talking about true. all this. It yeah, really yeah. is. And, and I think some people might be hearing this and be like, oh, it's supposed to be a col- colonial history. We're in colonial history. It's a, yeah. It never ended. We're just in a different part of it. Dude, the World Bank stuff that I'm watching right now. It's colonialism, man. Dude, World Bank is just modern colonialism. It's yeah. so fucked up. Dude, like not like allowing someone on the network and basically taking over their banks and shit or not allowing their bank system into your into global finance. Is fucked. It's like embargoes, like financial embargoes. Well, even even Mexi- sanctions, dude. Even Mexico was talking about when they do. Um, so when they give a country money, they basically take them like it's it's a country that is kind of sustaining itself with food, and they're like, you're not allowed to grow food anymore. It's the yeah, same with the British Empire. That's what I've been saying this. They're for, like, you're, you're uh, just going to grow co- you're gonna go, yeah. uh, uh, sugar and cocoa beans or whatever. Like you're for just their credit, they taught us this in school. Like they're like literally, it's like yeah, they just set you up to fail. Like whatever your resources are, aren't yours anymore. They're yeah. privatized. So and then you're also to... not allowed to uh, put into – I told you all this. Like, I know she probably did too, but yeah. but, go on. but they, they literally, like, they, they don't let you – they're like, okay, education, healthcare, these kind of stuff, we have to cut, cut, cut. Like, we actually – it's written in there. These are the ones we deem non-essential. We're going to cut. But military, that's no hands-on. Like, that's just you, whatever you want to spend. Like, they literally have it like that. Because wow. it, yeah, it, it's that. their arms dealers that they're selling it to. But it's also it guarantees that, yeah, you'll be in war and destable and while we still have these contracts with you. And, and yeah, you'll uh, not be able to, to pay yourself back. Extracting resources. You're not basically. to be able to pay this It's basically back a way to do no the British, British colonialism. It's a new form them. of colonialism. Yeah. We it's don't – oh, we used, can you believe that we used to actually send our army there? Feed everyone. Have to establish. Oh, we gave them post offices and railways, and we had to do all this. Now we can just rule them from London. 
Yes. Just this is truly civilized. A now. monetary system where we can rule them from London. Yeah. The money. We own them with the money. So it doesn't fucking matter. You don't have to whip them anymore. They'll whip themselves with hu- internal hunger when they just don't have food. Some, some countries are a giant concentration camp, eh? They're yeah. just like they're just like, okay, we've set up a safe spot for us to come and take these resources out. You guys will just murder each other in the background. We don't care. This factory in Bangladesh where they're making this clothing or whatever. Like, okay, they're not called slaves anymore, but it's like, okay, sir, I make uh, one rupee a day, and uh, they charge me six rupee a day. So I am slave. Yep. He's a slave, you know. Might as well be, yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, he's in a big democracy. They're, they're Great. Like, and, and like, like you know, you know, it's a, it, you're a slave there when people are le- leaving to go to Saudi Arabia to literally be slaves. Like, you can't trick free people into becoming a slave because, like, if you look at the deal with Saudi Arabia. None of us would ever do that. We'd be like, no way. Sorry, you mean like just working as a domestic? Uh, you're talking about the Bangladesh domestic people in wor- Bangladesh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of working in Dubai, working in Saudi Arabia as like a domestic. Dubai, Dubai, Saudi in Arabia. KFC, they have, maids, they have. No, 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 no. I'm talking about they have recruiters in Bangladesh mm-hmm. that'll tell you like, hey, go to Saudi Arabia. You'll get, you'll make this money. much more money, whatever, right? You go there, they take away your passport. You're yeah. a slave. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's like standard, man. Standard. So. So there's like literally like if you if you make a mistake you're literally a slave but if you don't make that mistake it's a small step up yeah it's 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 it is like a concentration camp it's like economically like you're getting squeezed man squeezed one of the things that Mexi talks about <laughs> it's like I'm obsessed with Mexi I'm sorry you probably said we got ever on yeah but yeah. we're gonna we got ever on soon but one of the things she talks about is ba- and we talked about this already capitalism without the workers' rights is slavery yeah you said that. I think I got it from one of her videos. Oh, okay. <laughs> to be honest, True, shout nice, out to Mexi. Nice shout out. I got it from one of her videos because she has a video called The Unpaid Labor of Animals, Nature, and Women. And she goes back to the history of how capitalism started. And I'm like, man, I had no idea. I've just been listening to the Gavin McInnes types that are like, this is freedom. It's freedom for us only, though. Yeah, it's freedom for us, man. Yeah. Those, those movies, like, think about how many even, sci-fi even movies. Even the stuff we think we have, it's like, we can't take that for granted, too. That can fuck up, too. Like, uh, uh, immigrants we have we used to be the peacekeepers in canada and letting all the immigrants we've been let like now it's kind of back on the upswing with trudeau he let in some more syrians or whatever but for harper we were getting we were letting less and less immigrants in and there's a thing that still stands that's like an updated point system where like harper made the points like way harder and we still use his system so like there's people stuck in the middle who like they were like almost at the amount of points and then like they were like within grasp of it, and Harper's like, "You need double now," and they're like, "Ah!" <laughs> like they just had to spend My like, points. Yeah, it was like double the time. They changed the rules. Come on, they changed it like halfway. They didn't even get grandfathered in. Wow, that happened to my roommate. It's like it took him. It was like this process. He was like almost done at like a four year process, and then it just like ended up being seven because he's like, "Now I'm fucked, bro. I have to work another two years at this yeah. fucking." But have you, seen the, have you seen the movie Elysium? Uh yeah, it's like a Matt Damon movie it's, where yeah. all the white people are up in heaven, and then all the brown like, <laughs> yeah, Latinos are, like <laughs> yeah, on yeah, Earth, yeah. and they're like yeah, yeah. Earth becomes like, like more Latino. There's like ten sci-fi movies and like twenty episodes of Star Trek like that, and I used to think like, oh, what a what a silly exaggeration of what could possibly happen to us one day. Are and you kidding? You, me? And then you look into World Bank shit, and you're like, that's us, dude. Why are we calling this a science fiction buddy, movie? Buddy, no, no, no. That's a, okay. The guy who made Elysium is the same guy who made uh, District, District Nine. Nine, and he says fully that both of his movies. Are ju- are set in uh, the future, but like uh, it's just metaphor for today. He says that for both those movies. It's, it's totally metaphor. Like I mean, I mean, uh, he uh, one step further. Uh, District Nine is an, is a metaphor for like 
1970s to like 90s South Africa. Like it's South Africa because that's where he grew up. Yeah, he just made South Africa. It's apartheid. It's, it's apartheid. South, South Africa apartheid in in space age times with with aliens. Yeah, with aliens. Yeah. Uh, and the and the, the aliens talk Koza by the way. Little tidbit. Okay. Like the you know that click click language yeah. in Africa like yeah, like that kind of whatever. Yeah. That's Koza and uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and the aliens are just speaking that with like a little bit of a sound effect on, on Whoa, top. Like a la- they dude. layered that, but it's just whoa, dude. So you can if you're you can listen along if you're uh, you a speaker, yeah, which is cool. Dude, that guy, that guy's smart, um, man. so good. And I like that he put a comedian as a lead. Shout out. And then yeah, the higher comedian actors. That's true. And then Elysium, yeah, dude. The Elysium is just the one percent. Totally. Yeah, you have the can- best cancer drugs, and you have Jane the whatever. Fonda's the main one too, eh? What a di- what it's interesting. It's like it's Jane Fonda is even recognizing it's a diss to her, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm this person." But, but also, I'm playing this person. <laughs> I've said this before, but I, I I've I've read it somewhere that I just wish I remember. But it was that um, the zombie movies are all kind of like a deep, and I'd say oh, this is Elysium me too. It, it, they're all our deep seated fear of the the poor and like the hud- the real huddled masses and maybe the third world. Yeah. Because it's like the zombies rising up. It's like the start of like India a, look like zombies. Like Remember you'll have pages? like a earth is down there and then Elysium is like where the it's clean. It's the zombies are down there and it's it's clean here, you know what I mean? But Dude, there's always those, in those every one of those zombie movies there's always there'll be someone who makes the ship gets one body zombie infected body floats up somehow latches on you know yeah. like infects a uh, lower end worker who's just like a mechanic or a, a guard you yeah, know what i mean yeah. the guard gets infected it that's literally it going up the ranks that's like that's like if the jaunt gilet in the i mean the the french protests mm-hmm. like eventually like the police just joined them that's yeah. it that's the infection that's you know what i mean yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the first guy in the getting infected and then so it always it trickles down till like boom, like the rich, even in the middle of Jurassic Park, is exploding yeah. or fucking. Well, remember the remember the painting in wow, India. Wow, Jurassic where Park, have, where eh? they're starving people. Remember the painting in India? They look like zombies in that. Yeah, they, they were like do. scaring the British officers, uh, standing, and these guys are so starving. Like, oh my god, that's it probably where like zombies like kind of came from. That's where that came. No, they all those stories are like metaphors for like uh, like a Frankenstein is supposed to be about the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, and all the fears of that, and then vampires. He was misunderstood. He wasn't a monster at all. Vampires. Yo, Daniel Woodrow blew his mind yesterday. I was like, vampires are just metaphors for old dudes who don't get married, and then they holler at these young girls, and they're just smooth, and they have money and shit like that. And they suck their youth out of them, and which was like, oh my god, it's so true. <laughs> did you did you come up with that or? I don't know. I feel it's like funny. I, I feel like I saw that somewhere where they just yeah. suck the blood out of like a young. I mean the the most. But like I think I thought of Dracula that. is like there was. He's like a thousand years old too. He's like a big exactly Dracula like is uh, Vlad the Impaler sort of myth because you know right. he just killed a lot of people casually. Like he'd be talking to someone and just like have them killed. Like right. right there, and just like put his I'm head up. I'm talking about more of the Mary Shelley vampires, yeah, 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 where yeah, it's yeah. like they have Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise. It's like these older guys who are smooth and they know what they're doing. They're they live like in the night. Yeah, they're like taking yeah. their stuff like they're musicians. They're dressed like really funky, totally, whatever. Totally. And then these young girls are like, oh, oh, oh they come God. out at night. They're so yeah, they're at night. They're out. Oh, <laughs> they're just sucking the blood out of young girls. Oh my God, what a what, what a is, nightmare. Wh- what about uh, cannibals like Anthony Hopkins? He's like, hello, Clarice. Hello, your your daddy never loved you. <laughs> um, cannibals are not like cannibals. I think are um, real. That's just capitalism. It could just be capitalism. Yeah, yeah. Cannibalism could be a metaphor for like one country, e- like colonialism, like one country eating up the resources mm. and the livelihood and the life out of another. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? 
Maybe. But also cannibals were real. Like yeah. zombies and Frankenstein are not real. Right, right, right. Cannibals you know I mean? like are a real thing. Are, no, like cannibals are a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, apparently no. they're apparently it's like murder is a real thing. Yeah. No, but apparently, can, like it's way overblown. Apparently, a lot of cannibalism is just Europeans justifying taking over Africa. <laughs> so I heard this in a podcast recently where the guy was saying that there's a oh guy they're like oh they're they're all cannibals they eat you yeah they'll, 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 oh, you got to kill them they'll eat each other they'll eat you yeah <laughs> and then people are like okay well if you see if you see a colored person just shoot them do you, you know they, they they eat white people do you uh, <laughs> oh do my you, god do you remember the line that cost Toronto. The Olympics, we would have. What was the Beijing year? 2000? I don't know. Like the year they did in Beijing would have gone to Toronto, but like 10 years earlier than that, they were like seeing who, which countries it might be. And it was Beijing and Toronto were both on the short list. And the Olympic delegation was in fucking Toronto. And Mel Lassman literally made an Africa, Africans are, are fucking cannibals joke. Like he was like wow. he was like me and my wife like we we're thinking of going to Africa but you know I just we just pictured being in a like in a <laughs> like he said like we just we got scared because we we pictured being in a what's that called like a a pot being in a giant pot like getting <laughs> <cooked>. <laughs> yeah like in Bugs Bunny like he made just like some a, tribal yeah, guys yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. oh mm, we cook white man he <laughs> literally <laughs> made <laughs> a joke like that we put you in it was like international disgrace like. Honestly, he's like, he's like, oh, when we see white people, our mouth water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, I don't know how he was still mayor after that. Like, he's a, um, dude, he's a conservative. This a is like a time. Dude, when no, conservatives no, are alone, they lefty. still do these jokes, don't they? Last or maybe. I don't know. No, I think I don't last know what was, he was, he a he was a business guy. He was a business guy. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, he came but from he owned a furniture store. That doesn't mean he's right wing. <laughs> Assume that the business people are right wing, and then I assume, yeah, the Itali- like I assume that's right wing, and I assume that the people that came up from like some kind of grassroots community organizing, they're the lefties. That's what I always assume. Uh, I always assume the business people understand more business struggle. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. I but see maybe what not you're always. Saying it's maybe a general, not general, but it's in not ge- I'm generalization. I'm it's not always, but yeah, yeah. No, I'm generalizing good, about yeah, him. Yeah, for no, sure, it's a good one actually. Also, in my head, he just feels like Canada Rudy Giuliani. So every yeah. time Rudy Giuliani did something racist, I was like, this is what Lastman would be doing. And yeah, Lastman did some joke like that. I can't remember, but it was like. Yeah, Toronto's uh, not gonna have the Olympics uh, just yet. You know what I mean? They uh, got some. This is what the mayor's saying. What's the construction worker saying? Just like everyone's looking at him, gasping, and then he starts doing the act. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, we thought me. I thought me and my wife are gonna show up there, and they're gonna be like white people. Put them in the pot." Yeah, like he said some kind of thing like that. I was a kid in the nineties, but I remember that happening. It was like, "Oh yeah, we're." I even knew. I was like, "We're not getting the Olympics." Like, no, don't worry about it. The New York Times article about Gavin McInnes. They were saying that he just he's like a more rude Trump. So he just does every other sentence with him is a joke like that. Every like third Trump sentence. Trump is look, Trump if you, you get on this bad side, he doesn't like you, he wants to insult you, it's gonna be vicious. Okay? It's gonna be mean. He's a mean guy. He's he's a bully. He'll yell. But Trump, if he likes you or he thinks he can like talk talk with you, he's a funny guy. He's a charming guy. He knows how to media people. He knows how to give big receptions and stuff. Dude, he Gavin played, McInnes is like he a played pretty the media? smooth talking kind of wannabe intellectual. Trump is like a charismatic guy. That's my point. You know what I mean? I'm not putting down Gavin, whatever. But he's like, look, Trump, Trump is the is, top dog. Trump is no, but of like, right wing media. I just don't even. It's like these comparisons are kind of dumb, to be honest. It's like a dumb. They're like such 
No, no. The New York Times people, people they're saying that like, they do if, the same. They like, just need to write like, an article. Let's just say Trump point. says, like, like uh, oh, who cares? This one of those times I'd be like, failing, failing, New York Times. Oh, they need a, they need an article. I mean, I think, I think the comparisons, like, like it's like when Trump says, grab by the pussy, or like when he says, I don't care about Mexicans, they're rapists, whatever. Gavin just said shit like that, and he agrees with it, and he yeah. supports it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what so I mean. Or, or yeah, he's, yeah. or, or I agree with them that like they're the kind of people that would do a joke like that. Like if, a fi- if I was trying to tell guys this, where I'm like, this, the the whole Trump saying grab him by the pussy, right? Yeah, he's sixty years old. I know some guys that are like, come on, man, if you were there, you'd laugh. And I'm like, no. Uh, me. I don't think I would. Amish. Would you? And then Dude, I laughed my ass off at that tape. Fuck you. But I'm laughing at <laughs> him. I'm laughing at him. Okay, more. whatever. It was hilarious, dude. What do you, I don't know what to tell you. It's hilarious. Okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. Do, no, hold. Is, do you think? Do you think I'd be like, oh, it's good. You could grab them by the pussy. I agree. That's no, what I told him. Not okay, a fucking fine, idiot. Fine, 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 fine. Not so, a loser. So I, didn't say, I didn't say I wouldn't laugh. What but I told them. Fuck yeah, I laughed. What I, dog. What I told yeah. them was that was that we don't think I, he's cool anymore. Like we don't. We wouldn't walk away from that. I never like, thought Trump was cool. I mean. But we, we wouldn't walk away. American Someone was trying to tell me that, like, hey, dude. this is locker room talk. We all talk like this. And I'm like, I don't talk like this. I don't talk like Fine. that. Fine. But and, I'm and also it, not a 60-year-old rich uh, fucking uh, club owner who owns a fucking a, a n- sexy girl pageant. Like, do you know what I mean? I think if you Buddy, do, you that's still, how he wouldn't. talks. I've been, I worked at a strip club. I know how they talk at strip clubs. Buddy, it's like a million times that and whatever. Yeah. It's a strip club. He, yeah. It's a fucking beauty contest. When did we get so stupid that we're putting beauty contests as on this pedestal of like that's sacred ground? You're at a fucking pussy contest, you idiot. Of course they're gonna say gross shit. Fandad, they do monologues about how they could end third world hunger. Who? The beauty pageant girls. Have you actually watched them though? Because they don't make. Have you seen them? I've seen an old one where, Dude, they, where they had to be like, like, "How would you end world hunger?" She's like, if "I you just could do think it. that the people for that to in South Africa for because like as if for example in America, like it's literally they're idiots. They're not actually doing like big. It's a speech. fake. It's a fake speech for sure. There, there's no. There's nothing intellectual about it. It's a fucking pussy contest. So yeah, there's gonna be some gross talk. It's like a classy a, hotness contest. Own, it's like a classier version. It's not Playboy. Sure, I'm joking. They're not slashing their pussies, but whatever. It's a fucking hot girl contest, man. Like, yeah. How much? What decor? Like, what do you think is gonna the guy who owns it is gonna talk like? I guess so. People just act surprised with stupid shit. It's like what? It's like go ask what the pimp what he thinks. Like, what is he gonna say? You know what I mean? People don't. Well, I'll no, say this. he has to be outstanding. He, I'll say this: Trump, he pl- he got. People say that a billion dollars of free publicity out of the media. Yeah. Like getting elected, he basically played them into just covering him all the time. And then now apparently New York Times, uh, CNN, all their stocks are through the roof. Like they're oh. making – all oh, the yeah, news yeah, organizations yeah, 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 yeah. are making a killing. Of course. Because Trump they're his, makes – basically they Trump has number one ratings across all platforms. Trump is number one, even on fucking Instagram now. Of course, he's putting up like like he had a picture of a wall, and then his face, and he's like, "The wall is coming." Yeah, and he, he had one. <laughs> are you kidding? Yeah, and he went had one like two or th- a month ago or whatever around November. Uh, sanctions are coming with the Game of Thrones writing. Yeah, he's he's sanctions. a memer. He's making memes. He's making memes, and then he did uh, he did Warren one twenty twentieth because I guess he's saying that she's one twenty twentieth indigenous. Yeah, because you know Elizabeth yeah, yeah, Warren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're okay, but they, she could run. Do you see this new one about? So one of the first, one of the new uh, 
uh, congresswoman who just got elected. Cortez? Yeah, they put up this fucking tape of her dancing Gavin in high her. school. You haven't mentioned her. And they're going crazy over it. They're like, look, she's fucking dancing. What a retard. It's like, what'd you do in high school, you fucking loser? She's like a beautiful uh, girl dancing around in high school. Like, what did you do in high school? Why can't she dance? She she danced in high school. What kind so of culture she can't are we be your in? congressman. What did you want her doing in high school? Nilting the f- like uh, uh uh at home um, sewing a flag, like uh a so, like fucking painting a picture of Jefferson. Like what the fuck? Raising bald eagles. She was dancing in a video in high school. Who are these fucking losers? You know what I mean? You know who they are? They're just as bad as Iran. Iran, during uh, the last World Cup, a few Iranian fans uh, who were, like, in uh, at World Cup made, like, a World Cup video of, like, Iranian fans dancing to the song of Pharrell's Pharrell's Happy. Like, clap along. Like, they put that out. It was, like, a video, viral video. And when they went back to Iran, these guys got arrested because they're like, this is indecent. You are going around without hijab. Representing Iran, dancing around, no, like, because they're like against all Get that the shit. Fuck out of my face! These are these people. It's like, oh, you can't be dancing around like a floofy. What are you a whore? Like, I'm gonna tell your Nona or whatever. <laughs> like, like a floozy. You should yeah. have been sewing an American flag. Yeah, you should wow. have been pious, good Muslimin. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck do you want? These guys who would who who, who come are these in their losers? Pants? I love how it backfired. These though. guys come she in did their another pants. dance video of her going into her Congress room. I it's know. like Congress. It's like da da da. Like she's going in. It's like idiots, buddy. What a great rub it in, eh? Yeah. They're like, oh, you don't like me dancing? Here's me dancing uh, in in the Congress seat that I won. Yeah. Fuckers. Yeah. She's badass. And then, like and then now Trump to she's the so uh, cool. that other woman is like, uh, I think it's like one of the Muslim ones or whatever. But she's like she's Palestinian, and she's Muslim. like she's like she's like we're gonna impeach that motherfucker. And then Trump literally makes the time to do a speech, being like, I don't think that's professional. Oh, saying hurtful things and using bad language. Like, Trump, you're talking shit about people Trump? using bad language. Mr. Grabbing by the pussy. Mr. Grabbing by it's the pussy. So eh? I love – the one thing I'll say is that – I mean, the one thing I'll say. I'll talk for hours, dog. <laughs> but uh, Go ahead. those Republicans, man, and, and right-wing people in general, yeah. huge hypocrites. Let me just make this point, They though. can give it, but the second you push a little bit, give Amanda, them – they can't saying, take it. What I was saying before is that they played a win. Are they even offended? I can't tell. They no, played but they, They're but like, they look, anything so that makes offended. me look bad, s- I'm going to get – Dude, being offended is an offense. It's uh, a political tool. You're talking about a war of ideas. It. The left uses it. They're just starting to use it. That's what I was telling Gavin. I'm like, buddy, you guys polluted this political fucking well by you guys being offended first, by you guys saying gay people can't get married and, like, what are we going to do about uh, women getting abortions and all this shit and getting offended over video games and rap music. It's the conservatives that started it. And then the lefties are like, we're fucking losing all our power. Yeah, and now we're just being like, you know what? Just getting offended. Fuck you. I'm offended too now, bitch. Yeah, we. That's basically the 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 right wing started it, and they don't realize that they created this toxic environment now, mm-hmm. where now the lefties are like, well, they're not reasonable people. Like for 30 years, dude, the the left came to the table and said, how can we fix this situation? And the right came to the table with like, I have a mission from God. The Lord told me not to let gays get married. What am I going to tell the Lord? Yeah. When he says the uh, eight million gays got married, oh, you were the senator. It's like the Sidush when he goes up to heaven, yeah. and he's just having a nightmare hey, about that. So he's coming he to the negotiating table saying, like, I got to just make sure gays don't ever get married. And that's what they've been doing for 30, 40 years. And then as soon as they lose the fight, even Gavin is like, okay, be gay. What? It's like, no, they fought for <laughs> yeah. it. 
and you're acting like, okay, we gave you those rights. Stop. Okay, like, blacks can vote. It's no big deal. It's like, buddy. What is just, this, man? Even when they let them vote, they gave them like impossible to pass uh, literacy tests on the spot. That today, Harvard, Harvard students uh, tried to do it in Harvard, and they all failed. These oh literacy tests, God. like, they were fixed. They're fixed. Of oh, course. yeah, you can vote. You're registered. Everything. Okay, I'm here to vote. Do you have ID? Otherwise, you can't vote. No, I even brought ID. I have ID. Everything's good. Okay, just uh, do the standard literacy test, and uh, we'll be on our way. Uh, a Harvard student can't pass his literacy nope. test? No. Nope. What the it's, fuck? It's not a real literacy test. It was just called that. It's literally – or it's like it's a cognitive or like they're just like, oh, we can just t- test your brain with this uh, crazy – Riddle thing. Uh, uh, how fucking racist, eh? Yeah. Just for black people? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, black voters. In the oh, States. my God. Yep. This happened in the last election? No, 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 no. no, no. So this was like this was like when – this is like, yeah, like Jim – When it ended, okay. Jim Co. Well, it's like, well, if you yeah, you can, you can you can vote now finally, okay, but um, you're just going to have to fill this thing out first. Well, the March So for Selma. like 20 other years, it's like yeah. – and it wasn't in every jurisdiction, but certain jurisdictions had this. It's yeah, like deep I'm, south shit. I, I mean, the south. march on Selma was basically in Selma. They like legally they were allowed to vote, but Selma just had a rule that were like, yeah, you're allowed to vote, but we do the voting in this government place in building, yeah. and you're not allowed to be in the building. Yeah, dude. So that's what the march of Selma. Yeah. It was like the salt march in India that my grandfather was in. Shout out to my grandpops. But uh, this this Shout march out. on Selma, it's them being like, we're just gonna go in and vote. My God, it's so sad. Meanwhile, like the KKK is like throwing a pipe bomb into your bus. And Buddy, I wish KKK. You out. It was the cops. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was those cops. All the, of them. The yeah. mayor, like, like, oh no, I'm saying the KKK tried to assassinate you on the way, and then if you get there, you then get the there. cops give you a nice, good beating. So during kill the, a few during of you that off. week, they just killed well, like they, the they killed people. a white woman from Boston. Like she was with a black guy or whatever, so they just killed her. But they, dude, buses were coming from Boston. It's so sad. All over, all over America. Yeah, like, like back then, the lefties were down for um, – sorry, the Christians were part of the left-wing team. Like the left-wing team had some Christian Christian yeah, groups. Yeah, there, like there's plenty of like the Catholic priest would like be marching with uh, Martin Luther King. Yeah, a bunch like, of priests came of to help yeah, yeah, Martin yeah. Luther King. I mean because Martin Luther King is a priest, and like amongst them, like they got their own little, okay, you're Catholic, you're whatever. But it's like they come together. They're like, okay. Part of that is like, okay, we're all right Christians thing. or whatever, but it's also like – Hopefully, like they're like good people too, and they see like this is injustice, and yeah, we gotta do something. And that's yeah. what's so crazy about like you even, need the allies. Even, you need real allies. allies, but allies who will come and go do marches with you. Allies who will actually like write letters on your behalf, like change things. Not just like allies who are like I'm an ally. I'm just like you know I'm. Oh my god, I'm so with you. Well, it's like I won't let before. anyone say bad things on you on, yeah, about, on, you on Facebook. Like, it's like there's the people that are like, I'll, fu- I'll get mad when someone says a word, and then there's people that are politically active, maybe. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You can you can be valuable way more by, you know. By, yeah, getting politically active. But, um, this is, okay, okay, interesting concept of you're saying, like, they're fighting to win. Um, okay, you know what they say about, I mean, this is in the movie, too, but, uh, what they say about, like, Stalingrad, for example, and, like, yeah. or just the Russian campaign in Germany why the Russians, like, won ultimately in, in – I'm uh, sorry, the German campaign in Russia, why the Germans lost. And it makes sense. It's like uh, – this can be applied to any battlefield, really. But it was the Germans were fighting for a victory. Russians weren't fighting for a victory. They were fighting to live, right? Yeah. You're defending your home. It's the same with Afghanistan. or Afghanistan is not trying to conquer. Vietnam wasn't trying to conquer. They're literally like, you're coming in and just killing us, so we have to – like not die, brother. We, we have, have to, to fight back, die, brother. Right? We have to fight back. Civil rights, like they had to fight to not die. 
Like, and they still actually do, unfortunately, big time. Like, America, like, uh, black Americans, like, African Americans, like, they're still getting fucked, right? But, and, like, maybe for a while, like, leftist Americans and, like, that sort of cult- culture, like, the, co- the who's an un-American, they had to fight to not get blacklisted. They had to fight, like, for a while at least, we've been so good and all lefty as a culture that they haven't had to fight to survive for a while. At most, right now, we're fighting to keep comfortable. Do you know what I mean? We're getting our last little bit of equality. We're not. We're not. We're getting the last. We're not bit. fighting. We're not, not fighting because we need to survive. We're fu- we're not scared enough yet to have to like. They're gonna come round us up. Like we're not at that level. We're at the dead we're economy like at level. The, we're at I the... want to be able to still be in my like fucking sip and lo- it's like no, none of this can happen. Like it, they're they're fighting to survive to win. Like the right wing, the right wing fights to win. Yeah. Right. The left wing, it's like we're not at the lowered level yet to have to fight to survive. We're apathetic. We're still and we're still up there, and it's like by the time we get to the lower prop time, it might be too late if we don't start. No, now. the lefties are coming back, baby. We have. The lefties to. are making a comeback. We baby. have to, but and in the right way too. In the right way too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, sometimes you start and. Uh, you know, Twitter's like an open mic, and sometimes yeah. these social justice things are like an open mic. We're like, hey, you're not allowed to say that word anymore, and they put it out on Twitter, and they put out a meme, and nobody buys it, and everyone just lets it go. Like, you got to try your ideas. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I think some of these early, like, maybe, like, sometimes we're seeing things that are like, okay, that one's a little too far on from the left. I think some of them are like, okay, someone made, it, made an attempt. Uh, the culture kind of said, mm, no, nah, we got a more important thing, mm-hmm. and it kind of works itself out. I find on the right, they do this moral panic thing where they're like, look, they're fighting for that. Next thing you know, they'll fight for this. And then we're in gulags. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what, like with Jordan Peterson, he'll, he'll talk about like uh, – <laughs> like freedom. A lo- he's got a lot of people on his side with freedom of speech stuff. And he's saying that the freedom of speech thing with, um, with the transgendered issue, it'll be the end of us all. Like it'll bring on communism and gulags and all this stuff because fr- when you eliminate freedom of speech, like we're all done or whatever. Which the Ontario Bar Association said, no, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So now, wow. God bless these right-wing maniacs. Instead of admitting that they're wrong, there's a bunch of now right-wing people that are like, oh, you know the Ontario Bar Association? They've been taken over by leftists. Oh, my God. Leninist Marxists have taken the Ontario Bar Association. <laughs> so you don't agree with me? You're Hitler. You don't agree with me? You're a Stalinist. Right, Either way, about, you're all idiots. Think about how you're they, they talk. Like, like, it's like, think about these conservatives. When we talk about fighting to win. These conservatives, when they when the media tells them they're wrong, they're like, "Oh, Hollywood liberal media, fake news." When the fucking when the universities tell them they're wrong, oh, you mean the Marxist Leninist professors? <laughs> they're all li- brainwashed. And then when the bar, uh, the, like b- Athabasca the Ontario Tech Bar tells Association tells you that you're right, it's like, "Well, Athabasca Tech, they're scholars. They're scholars." Oh, like a Freedom University says I'm right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alt info dot alt info above top secret. Alex Jones News says I'm right. So you know, I mean. But Look, but we're, we're just giving you the facts here. The Only the facts. Yeah. Like the Ontario Bar Association? Yeah. That's a stretch, baby. Yeah, come on. Come on. The Ontario Bar Association. Dude, there's – you know, you talk to a lawyer, right? And you're like, hey – like just as an exaggeration. Ontario uh, Bar Association is under uh, charter by the government of Ontario, which means technically by Vicky Baby. So – Vicky uh, Baby and uh, uh, Rob uh, – I don't know, the Fords? Like, the Ford's in power. No, but, like, ultimately all their shit will say the Queen's printer in Ontario. It'll stay that at the bottom of all their paperwork. That's so fucked up. Just like your doctor. When your doctor gives you something, it actually says that. It says the The Queen's Queen's printer in Ontario. Incredible. 
that's that's where all that's all, the, that's all official documents. This is the official. This is licensed. You see, this is this isn't just some tomfoolery. You stationary. print because the queen gives you the right to print. Exactly. Don't forget. Yeah. Make sure they never forget that the queen January gives them the 5th right passed, to print. January fifth passed. She's still alive. The, that meme, dude, that meme wow. is so funny online. If uh, yes. any internal or external uh, investigation, we are not a part of any of that. We do not know anything about that. <laughs> about like the queen's <laughs> gonna die, I think. Yeah, the, yeah, the queen's well, gonna June, die. January fifth is that, gone, right? Everyone just, yeah, Jan- well, yeah, I think yesterday. Yesterday, so okay, yeah, well, it's over. We're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this queen's gonna die on January fifth. And then, and then there so was, a, and then there was a new one, and then there was a new one that was like, uh, but actually, uh, because in Europe they do it, uh, f- they do fit. They do five one like they write it so it's actually uh, March fifth so, or March first. Oh, they're like, oh, <laughs> like oh, I just got extended. Got extended. Every time like a group On says like the world's line. gonna end, there <laughs> there's always a loophole. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. world doesn't end, and oh, then they go, oh wait, I, my numbers were off. Oh, okay, oh, did, that's did what I that guy does. <laughs> yeah, every few years he does that. Every few years, like, or yeah, like you're talking about the Christian it, preacher he, in, yeah, in in America. He did it like in the seventies, and then he did it like just a few years ago. Like, what was it, twenty oh six? It was in Toronto. It was everywhere. He he got all his supporters, oh. his crowdfunding kind of before Patreon, yeah. but all his donors. I'm pretty sure he did a he did a, he did a Quran burn. He got all. I'm probably, pretty sure I he did a Quran the same burn. Guy, yeah. yeah. But all his donors, like literally, they they said they're like, yeah, I was I had a few million, but I sold all my houses, all my properties, and do- donated to this guy for these giant, you know, Rome, Toronto, New York, Berlin, like Paris, like these huge ads on all the major cities. Uh, like millions of dollars, and he's like, "So you just sold all your shit? You sold your house and whatever?" He's like, "Yeah, I thought the world was gonna end. I wouldn't need any of it. They were just giving. They were everything." Wow, what a brilliant money making it. scheme! It's like, it's and like, but he spent it is the thing. Well, I mean, I'm sure. He, yeah, you're right. I'm sure he kicked back. It's like Joe Bacar. I'm sure he has have like seen, a he have took you seen a, a Bacar guy, the guy who's selling like end of the world supplies. He's a Christian preacher. Yeah, oh and man, and he's, he's infomercials where he's like, he's like, "You like macaroni and cheese?" And he's, he just sells you like 800 buckets of macaroni and cheese Dude, in case the world's going to um, end. What's his name does that? Who? Alex Jones. That's a big part of Alex Jones' money. I don't, you, know, you didn't know that? I thought he just sells these supplements that are like like mega supplements. No, like well, they have that, but they also have like, oh, you need your uh, eight, 800 meal package for when shit goes down. This is you and five people are going to live, blah, blah, blah. And then you've got your water purifiers that'll put a little bit of salt silver ion in your water and then you're gonna need this and that it's the whole catalog the bro. water purifier does it even clean the water or does it just put some shitty supplement in it <laughs> so uh, if the water's dirty it doesn't even do the right job no like, the supplement's <laughs> a different one you gotta pay for that too, yeah, yeah but, but it just sounds like dude, the they have ion. all the foods and bomb shelter <laughs> foods survival well, well jim bakar he just does infomercials mm-hmm. so he does like a half hour infomercial and then it's the infomercials like they do a little prayer at the beginning and then they just do like who likes mac and cheese huh Everyone loves mac and cheese. And then they just start opening buckets, and they're like, wow, it's so good. I've seen this. I've seen this, yeah. Big Burger does the best videos of it. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. That's, funny. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's oh, my super God. Deluxe. They're so super deluxe. Super deluxe. Of them too, yeah. Oh, they're so funny. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yo, we're hitting two hours now, eh? All right. You call, call it? it? Yeah. Yeah. We never even got to. It's almost like we started our promos, and our promos became the episode, and then we never mentioned JasonRen.com, baby. Oh, JasonRen.com makes the best artwork. Uh, yeah. Marketing. Help me out here. <laughs> uh, Marketing, he, he, dude, he <laughs> did all of our posters. They're gorgeous. Amazing artwork. I love our artwork. Uh, oh, he's a con uh, award winner. There's yeah. the con uh, international um, like advert marketing media at awards, like at con, and uh, he's won yeah. a few like of those. Like the con film festival, C-A-A-N, right? 
The Con Film Festival. C-A-N-N-E, I think. Something like Con Film Festival. Yeah. He does the advertising. He did the advertising part a couple mm-hmm. of times, and he mm-hmm. won awards there. So he's yep. uh, he's he's a banger like uh, advertising guy, mm-hmm. and he made all of our artwork, which is gorgeous. He made it's our amazing. he made our crest. He made our fake. He's done. Crest. He's um most of my shows in the last like three years. He's done the posters for. Amazing. It's yeah. Incredible work. It's uh, incredible work. Jason Hire him. Tell him we sent you. Yeah. Tell him White Man's uh, Burden. All sent. our all our uh, sponsors uh, will give you ten percent off if you mention White Man's Burden. Yeah. Mention White Man's so Burden. Mention that, and uh, go to patreoncom slash burden Help us Just out here. Give us man. money. What's we the sponsor w- business? We yeah, do, we, yeah, yeah, we should be able to. No, wake the up sponsors. And talk jo- about by the way, the sponsors don't give us money. We love the sponsors. They don't actually give us any money. The yeah. sponsors are like, uh, it's it's like, literally, it's like food brought to you by Good Drachi Foods. Artwork brought to you by blah blah blah. Media strategy brought to you by this. We are live at Kenwood, Kenwood Studios. Talking, you know. Yeah. Uh, Michael Flax is doing our filming. He's he's editing the audio. Like he's, right, yeah, like. But support us on Patreon. And at some point, come, yeah. some point we're gonna be paying them. Like it's it yeah. should be like we yeah. should be able to wake up. We're gonna hire people. Podcast. We're gonna have a fucking bunch of teams of people. And also, uh, if you want to sponsor us with money and you like want to advertise with us, let us know. Yeah, we'll, we we'll do it. it. Yeah, yeah we'll do absolutely. We'll do yeah, we've done get in adver- touch. Done advertisements for people. Um, and so yeah, guys, you, and if you listen, if I've said this a million times before, so I kind of haven't said it for a while. Uh, but just you have to know if you can't afford to give, don't like it's not about like this Yo, is just for you. you. Just come to a this show, is, hang out. We're doing this for the downtrodden of the world, the people who don't have a single rupee at the worst Weimar Republic inflation rates. Yeah, it's not uh, like that, man. It's not about we're the money. doing we this you. for the people that have no money. But if you do have any and you can. None of it's going to waste, and it's going for good stuff. So yeah, do give as well. Stuff, but but if, if, you if you don't, it's not like when I say, "Hey, fuck you, give us money." Like we're joking to the people we love who have money, but also like people who don't like don't think we're saying "fuck you." Yeah, yeah, you know no, it's I mean? not like that, like, man. Yeah. I mean, if you, if, if it's you, all love, baby. Like, it's all know, love. Say comment and stuff and share it. You know? Share, yeah, no, but that, yeah, the thank you, thank you. But yeah. that's the thing. But you know, that you have to listen to it though. We got to clock those hours up. We got the we got those analytics to, and you gotta you gotta share it. Like comment, let us know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, because we're all part of the same team here. We'll hook us up, baby. Yeah, we're coming up in the game, uh, baby. Help be us good out. to yourselves. Yeah, love yourselves. I'm Dana Cardar. This is Amish Patel. This is White Man's Burden. Good night. Peace. <laughs>